Sickness. My name's Sean Holmberg. There's Brady. There's Brett. And there is Toledo. Something's wrong with these. I got headphones. I had to borrow uh, Brady's headphones. It sounds a little weird on mine, too. Oh, does it? Because of my headphones? That's peculiar. What has (laughs) happened here? Uh, Nothing. It's Monday. It's 545. This is Morning Sickness. Uh, Champ is here. We're back. Champ is here. I got a great email from a guy. I have to find that. My phone. Oh, I got a bunch of them. This was my favorite one. It was uh, saying it didn't want me back. There we go. Yeah. It says, I hate that Holmberg is back. How in the world is my day ever going to be the same? When will I ever have NFTs poorly explained to me by Toledo again? Did you explain <laughs> NFTs to people? No, I admit I knew nothing about that. Did you take no. time off of a show with no, my name on it no. to cuck away on no. NFTs? God no. damn it, I was asleep the whole week. Riveting work, boys. Maybe I could listen to Brett loudly bemoan each topic with a full Italian <laughs> every time the boys started to talk. That was the best part. Oh, could Brady stumble over more words while the worst sentence construction is, is uh, worst construction site is being built? If Brady's storytelling were a building, I'd join Al Qaeda to destroy it immediately. Oh man! But now Holmberg's back. <laughs> Great, arrogant, fun stories that have wry tongue-in-cheek effort. You uh, primates couldn't figure out. Uh, entertaining tales with beginnings, middles, and sometimes payoffs, but definitely endings. What a concept. But I'm left wondering, where do I hear more about Toledo's kid and NFTs? <laughs> Welcome back, Holmberg. I guess your style of radio just isn't for me. Signed, Woody, Moe, Ian, Matt Blades, and most of all, Terry Gross. I guarantee you Toledo knows who that is. Who's Terry Gross? I have to look it up. Oh, okay. Who is it? It's the host of NR- NPR. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, that's hilarious. I didn't do anything. That's like the only thing. I Somebody sent me that uh, to say that, like, I wanted to find your actual, I want you to get this. I don't want anybody to, because it, it goes to, like, sometimes it'll they go to a, filtered. A, yeah, a filtered station thing. And That was hilarious. So, anyway, good work, boys. I have no idea what you did. Uh, I like the Let's rest. Just keep it that way. I like the rest of the valley. We're, uh, wasn't listening to any of it. And let's see if we can get those people back this week, shall we? <laughs> NFT talk with Toledo. That's got to be a podcast. It's amazing. I don't know what's uh, like bunker buddies or that. Which would you rather? <laughs> Brady's old golf show, or I'm not sure. Anyway, it's good to be home, and it's uh, it's perfect. I have a driver this week. Oh, Michelle, a lady named Michelle. Oh, okay. So you do Megan. I got a lady. I got a lady. No, I got a lady that a uh, professional driver from a service. Man. It's pretty great. I parked, I'd be at the house at 445. They're at 430. Just sitting there waiting, which is a little bit off. But you gotta, it hurries you, but you're like, no, I said 445. She had no problem with that. Sat in the car, waited. Very professional. Where's the hat? Little driver's hat, which I no clue why. Got the driving Miss Daisy hat on everything? Got the good? little hat. Right. Got the, wow. the coat. And not like a suit, but like professional driver outfit. Lincoln Town Car? It's No, it's a big... Well, it's a Lincoln, but it's the SUV. Oh, oh Navigator. Okay. Yeah. Navigator. It's a big one. You didn't want to take a trip up on Paul Marshall uh, giving you a ride no, in every morning? No, a trip offered Paul Marshall to me, and I said I, I wasn't interested. Because <laughs> I'd have to ride in the back of his truck with two Mexicans, and uh, they had drop-offs, and it's cold. But yeah, I, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's very... Uh, I don't know. It's a hoity-toity feeling in a way to get into a. Like, you can get to go business to work. done on your on your commute. No, you can't. There's nothing I can get done. I, I How's read the small talk? TMZ. Fine, we're fine. But it's day one, so there was a you know. You're gonna be played up. <laughs> there's injury talk, so there's obviously first questions <laughs> and things, and then quiet. But she wears a hat. I, all I could, I gotta ask before the week's out. I'll figure. What, what's with the hat? Why the hat? Oh, it's professional. It's a nice touch. But what's the touch? 
It wouldn't that matter. Uh, a licensed uh, driver. No, that doesn't mean anything. It's a hat. As far as commercially, uh, Alex what do you call that? To be a licensed <laughs> yeah, driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I assume everyone on the road's a licensed driver. <laughs> Professional chauffeur. You mean but CDL? The hat is convincing. See, you're one of the, you're from that generation where it came to like they they dressed a certain way. They were the thing. And I want to know why the hat. Like, why did the hat sell me? Oh, I see. You're a professional driver. You drive people in a regular car to regular places on regular roads with a hat. Like, I've never questioned, but like limo drivers in Vegas don't wear the hat. Whatever the, uh, you know, that it must come down to the business. They want their drivers to wear hats. It's her company. Oh, she's independent? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the hat's for. And even then, that doesn't answer the question. What's with the hat? Why the hat? Why did we settle on the hat going? Now that's a driver's look. That's how it's just weird. And then to go like at four forty five in the morning, you could show up in a t shirt and jeans and say, My job is to get you from here to there. What oh you want a uniform? Brick. So I kinda wanted to tell her, I'm like, you can ditch the hat. You can ditch the hat. You can knock this down a little bit. This doesn't have to be a this doesn't have to be such a dog and pony show to get me to the fart program. <laughs> Come on. But it's odd. The hat is a Uber never went to hats. We trusted them as drivers. It's because usually we're drunk oh, yeah. and we're calling yeah. them up anyway. Yeah, dr- no one cares. Cabbies, cabbies don't wear hats. People who normally drive you like A to B aren't, in, but for some reason, the professional driver, hats. When I, I Ubered in Europe, yeah. a couple of the guys had driving gloves on. Yeah, and, but Europe and, is and a they bunch had, of weirdos. It was. Yeah, different. They wear gloves. They're, they're normal people wear gloves to drive. Corey McCloskey of Channel 10 wears gloves to drive, and we think he's a douchebag. If you wore gloves, you're an idiot. Fingerless glove driver is just dumb. But the hat, I just, I was, I want to, I'll ask her next, I'll ask her tomorrow. But Trip's paying for one way, which is the best price. We'll get you here. And then someone will get you back. And I'm like, okay, someone here will do it. Like, so Trip's going to walk around with me every day between 11 and 12 and go, you got to. 10 minutes to get this guy home since that or I'll just be Ubering a lot more than I assumed. <laughs> I drove yesterday uh, my myself. Just took the car around the block to see. The drugs How are to still go. pretty good. I can do it. Uh, like I can't move my right leg like real well, but I can pivot my foot. So gas to brake, I got it. Quickly? Good enough. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's drivable. I'm, I can make a decision and then I keep my left foot just in case. On the edge of the brake, just in case. Because that's really <laughs> like what... driver's ed again? I'm not going to lose control gas in it. Right. I can pull off the gas. Yeah, so it's like driver's ed. Yeah. You kept hitting the, get the, the brake. Get the double brake, or just in case the, like there's an emergency, the left one will overtake, and I'll, I'll overbrake something. Still safer than driving with Megan, though, apparently? Me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, God, yeah. <laughs> I had to ride with her yesterday. It's terrifying. Just awful. Just can't do it. Left in the morning, got back in the evening. I don't know if we got, like, we were there in time and everything, but it was, it's just stopping at green lights and, like, it's just dumb stuff. Like, the, I'm, I'm very defensive. There's these slowing down at green light moments. If if she's in the left lane and somebody's turning from the right lane, she, like, slows down for it. Like, we're going the same direction. Like, just keep going. Well, I've seen a lot of people just whip out into the other lane. Like, no, you haven't. You've never seen that. You've never seen anyone do that. People would be banging into each other constantly. Because you don't stop for the person making a right in another lane. Just go. She's been driving for 20 years oh, now? She, but the worst part is I think she reminds me how my mom used to drive. My mom slowed down at green lights. My mom stopped when other people did stuff. And 
it's so just, it's, an, it's frustrating. It's training child, a teenage trauma. driver is just like that. Are we going to talk about your kids again? Yeah, yeah. Boy, he's on a roll. This is evidently <laughs> all the emails talking. Alex about. will get into the turn lane, but he will slow down in the main lane that he's in first. So like he'll tap oh, the yeah. brakes, and I'm like, dude, you can't yeah. do that. Can't do that. You just have to put the fear of God in him like my dad did. Yell the entire uh, time. Yeah, he's, I have. I couldn't. I cried as a 16-year-old boy. I was sobbing. My dad screaming at me the entire time he's trying to teach me to drive. And I don't make it easy. I just close my eyes and slam my feet into the ground and wait for impact. But so far, she doesn't get in wrecks. But this driver thing's pretty good. I could get used to this. But, yeah. the, but the little hat is according, according to the Googles, uh, the hat is purely a symbol of professionalism to yeah. show that you have a professional person driving you and not it's like ego. some friend and you sitting in the back. It's ego. It's yeah. showing people I pay for this. Yep. It's, it's like ego. getting a pedicure. It's ex- it, I got a slave, yep. and I make him dress a certain yep. way. That's exactly what it is. It's a class thing. It, I'm a, it's a hierarchy move of going, look, I've got a driver. Dating way back I, from yeah, the I, carriage yeah, service. when people were real big C-words to each other uh, and made it known that there were classes that needed to be dressed certain ways to show where you stood. The traditional butler and maid uniforms. Right. You, there's all to just uh, stroke the ego of the person that doesn't have to wear it. I'm going to kick her out of the hat. <laughs> the hat makes me uncomfortable. Just make it look like we're pals. Sitting in the back seat is enough. That That's what that you shows think, a yeah. sign of of class. Hierarchy. Total class. I'm not allowed to be in the front seat with you. And if I was a driver, I wouldn't want some stranger sitting next to me either because they could stab me. <laughs> we well, can stab them from the back too. I guess it would be easier. But get into a real big fight. I don't know who wants to fight their driver. I never understood that. I had an Uber guy tell me that once because nobody allowed them in the front seat. Like why? Have to be safe. We're behind you. Like, it's worse. We're, okay. Four in the back. Four uncomfortably in the year. Now you're making us mad. Way to go. Like the hat, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, no hat. Uber guy. Just a Zeppelin t-shirt and torn shorts. In the back. (laughs) Although I do like the Uber X, though, because took that uh, Saturday to a place, because I have to figure out where I'm going. So I got the, the guy showed up dressed in, dressed really nice. Like, he was like, he was going with me. Like, all right, you're not so bad. But he was like a friend. He didn't wear the hat. The hat's weird. But uh, Michelle is my driver, and she was fantastic. So highly recommend the service. And it's cheaper than Uber now really? for a big car. Uber's gone crazy. I haven't taken Uber in a long time. Had an Uber XL on Saturday. It was like 75 bucks to go 15, 20 miles. Because uh, I have to have a big car with my crutch and my... my it's because of gas? I don't know, but it was a well. They lost them all too. A ton of them quit because it right. was it wasn't feasible anymore to drive your car around in this gas and everything else, and you have to and the money you were getting. So uh, the prices are skyrocketing. This is much cheaper. It's actually better too because they wait on you. And if she would have uh, the thing, I could have paid extra for. She just drive around doing nothing till I'm ready to go, and she's on call to go home. Oh man, that's the way to roll. See if she can be in tails. Yeah, if I could, tails I could totally oh, dollar up. <laughs> you know what I like? I like a girl driving around like a Playboy bunny from the 70s. <laughs> I'm going to put that uniform on and give you an extra 20. It's pretty good. Anyway, surgery week was uh, interesting. The anesthesia, this is the first time I've ever gone under anesthesia and not had a conversation with somebody before. So, you know, like normal, I don't know if you guys. Or you just you, don't even remember no. it? I know exactly what happened and I know when it went in, uh, but it was... It was potent. Normally, I've had surgeries where they, than the they talk time? to you. They say, all right, we're going to put this in, and you're going to start to feel kind of groggy, and they always explain it to you. And the last thing you usually remember is them saying something like, 
how you feeling or checking you in. You want to count down from 10. Yeah. And you get and you remember saying 10 and that's about it. That's I think right, I've gotten yeah. an 8 before. That's usually a thing to make you kind of just relax. I was chatting with someone and the next thing you know, somebody's smacking me in the face going, it's over. It's over. I'm like, we're done. Well, that happened. I'm like, when did you put me out? Like, the guy went in, screwed me in, and rolled me the F out, like, in seconds. It was crazy quick. It was, I was first one on the docket, too. Highly recommend when you have be surgery. Be the first one in? Be the first guy. They expedite. It's like a. It's like oil changes. They're getting the first. All right, we got a line name, here. Right? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, you're the guy that got to get in on the time. The pace setter. If, you, if they can get you in a little early, they're going to be they're gonna be out earlier. So it's, I am the quick one. So, I mean, it was like, well, they're looking at their watches. I got the girl comes in, the phlebotomist, to uh, do the vein, the needle in the vein. And uh, she's all, they always have a partner. And she comes in, and she's like, how you doing? I'm like, good. And she's joking with me. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm with this. And I'm like, all right. Got this wry smile on her face and holds the thing that's going to go in me up to the other person. She goes, you've worked with these before. And I'm like, me? Oh, man. And she goes, no, her. And I'm like, don't ask her newbie questions. I don't. You guys settle this in the other room and then come in. And she starts laughing. And she goes, you have? And she goes, oh, yeah. And she goes, all right. And she hands it to her. And this poor girl's hand is holding my hand that the needle's going to go in with her her right hand. Her left hand's putting the needle in. And she is shaking like a leaf. And I'm like, oh, man. And I look at her. I'm like, you've done this before. And she goes, oh, yeah, hundreds of times. And I'm like, so living people, right? Not the cadavers. And then she just laughed. Not an answer. That's not an answer. And the needle goes in. First one. And while it's going in, she goes, I know they tell you to go in flat, but I like to go in a little bit up, like kind of like a little angle. And I'm like, are you teaching her how to do this right now? And she goes, I don't know. She just, you know. I like coming in hot. I don't like this at all. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, how do we know if she's wrong? And she goes, oh, it'll swell up. The fluid will go in the wrong spot. It'll hurt. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there. And of course, now it hurts. Right. I'm like, everything's wrong. And then the other girl comes over and taps on it. Okay. She seemed fairly confident and then put tape over it and then tapped it again. And I'm like, are we good? And she goes, yeah, uh, yeah. And they leave. And I'm like, I'm dying. Like, right off the bat, I don't feel good about this. Uh, and then everything starts going normal and everything else. And then at the end of the day, with hip surgery, they want you out. They want you in when you're first. Uh, seriously, schedule first guy in. They, get, they, they want you out of that hospital. So I wake up. It's probably noon, 1130 noon. Everything's done. They get me up. They're like, we got to get you up to see if you can pee. Because the second you pee, you're out. Like, the minute you drop any pee, you're leaving. And the first time I had the surgery, I couldn't pee. I had to fake it. I lied. Said I peed because I kicked the lady out of the room because they sit and watch it. Like a drug test. And I'm like, get out. I'm like, I'll pee if you're not staring at me. And she left. And I'm like, I did it. She goes, did you? And I'm like, yep. And I said, oh, but I flushed it. Habit. She goes, all right, we'll get you out of here. I didn't pee. Evidently, that's fairly dangerous. You're sp- like, I can oh, back geez. up on you real bad. But I didn't want to be there anymore. That's how you roll. Yeah, that's how, well, I didn't care. Because at that point, I'm like, the pills, are, the pills are helping with something, right? So this time, uh, get up, wander over, got to pee. All right. Second time, I pee. This is great. I don't even have to lie about it. Go back to the bed. Megan's there. Uh, all my stuff's there. And uh, the lady's like, okay, let's go. And she leaves. And I'm like, am I out? And she goes, yep. And she walks away. And so Megan's like, I'll get the car. She skates. I'm standing there by myself like. How do I move? With a walker. <laughs> and I'm looking around and I'm like, hey, I'm still pretty high. I'm, I'm actually really, really, really high. Help. <laughs> no, but there's nobody near me. And I'm like, all right. And this guy's next to me. He rolled his dead body and he came out of surgery and he's not awake yet. Nobody's paying attention to him. And I'm just like, uh. Then I realized that. 
Megan, when she went to go get the car, took my clothes. She took the bag with my clothes on. Oh, no. <laughs> so there I am in the hospital with the gown, right, open. a pair of Jordans, <laughs> which is the only thing in the room. I popped those on. Ass out. Walk. I'm a silver alert. I'm a walker. <laughs> A hospital gown and a pair of Air Jordans just walking. Like, oh, can somebody? And this lady comes up with a wheelchair and goes, you need help? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, you think you're going home. Last thing you look like is a guy going home. <laughs> no, no, my car, my clothes are outside. Yeah, yeah, let's sit down, Mr. Biden. You're going to be just fine. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, a, it was a strange ending to a strange event. But this one's been a lot easier outside of the drugs, which... 18, 19 hours of sleep a day. It's been insane. Like, I mean, deep sleep. I don't like these at all. These drugs are brutal. It's like listening to Toledo talk about NFTs. It's still it's just <laughs> mind-numbingly boring. It's really hard to stay awake. So, But it's good to be home. And nothing I missed. You guys know no stories here at the... Nothing. Other than no. NFTs, no, we're good. Did you learn anything about NFTs? I'm still no, trying to figure it out. Was <laughs> no. Were you really explaining NFTs no, to people? What I was this story? the exact opposite. He said that somebody had a, had an NFT, Justin Bieber or something like that. And I said the exact words were, I have no idea what they are. He bought an what NFT for yeah. $1.29 million. Okay. And it was a... Uh, exactly what I said. Yep. All right, just making sure somebody was telling me. He bought me. it with crypto. I didn't hear it. <laughs> he bought crypto NFTs? That's great. I, I don't know how any of that works. <laughs> don't worry about it for me. Exactly what yeah, all of us said. Any too. explanations for me? Toledo went on for three hours. That's what I'm. That's that's the feedback I'm getting. It's good being on that side of the board because they can't shut you up. Sure they can. How? I don't know. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're so talking you NFTs, I would have gone to listen to the station down the hall too. I'm going to sat in with Mark and Neanderthal. And I just say NFTs to him. I bet you he'd explain. All right. I just want to make sure that this wasn't a platform t- for Toledo's. <laughs> NFT uh, knowledge. That was my favorite email of all of them. That and the one that somebody sent me that said, uh, I don't listen to your show to have somebody say, that's something to chew on around the water cooler. <laughs> and I know who it was you. No I know way. who said it. I had. I went and confirmed it. No, this. I didn't he, say it. I know he wouldn't say it. He can't say it. You're it the was, only one left. No way. It was. It was you. It was you, Fredo. <laughs> I sent it to Brady. I'm like, did this happen? And Brady just sent back. Ah! <laughs> like, I know who said it. I know who. There's a little something for you to chew around the water cooler. Coming up in just a moment. Uh, some stories from kids in school. We're going to have them call us. <laughs> Tell us their worst bus trips. So, yeah. Anyway. So, should we apologize? Did anything go wrong? Were you guys doing No, we did no? plenty of apologize. All right. Did you? All right. Good. Not for, like, N-words, like everybody else no, is no, doing. No, right. no, no, Brett, no, no, I'm no, looking no, at you. No, 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 no. Right. Making sure that that didn't go I wasn't off. hanging out with Rogan. I'm we good. compiled all the times we said, I'm sorry. There's yeah. 70 of them. And okay. it's just a tape that runs. Good. Yeah, <laughs> just run a loop of sorry. I think that's a great idea. Right, we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, anyway, good to be home. And uh, thanks to all the folks who stuck through the Toledo NFT hour uh, on PBS. <laughs> I, w- I kind of want to listen to that, to be honest, to hear what you think of it. Because it would be, I know, but it would be interesting to just go, Toledo, everybody thinks you know, explain NFTs to people, and then just have at it. <laughs> it would be fun. Because <laughs> evidently that's what you did. And I, I shame you for that. Too. I shame myself. I, I would shame I didn't you too. Do it. Yeah. What's your least proud moment of the week? Oh, there's, there's so many. <laughs> you had to think there's too so long. We signed on on Wednesday, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> signing on and signing off on Friday. The whole day. Uh, yeah. yeah. The whole thing was a mess. Damn it. 
Well, I didn't have the energy to turn the radio on, so I didn't hear a word of it. <laughs> so in my mind, you guys did great because it hasn't been burned down. Nobody got. Nobody called me. I didn't get any calls from yeah, people. Really? I didn't get any calls right. from people here. Yeah, that was a victory. Now, I've asked them not to. <laughs> right. I said, I don't care how silly whatever's going on down there has gotten. Don't let me know. You're going to be on a four-hour meeting with Trip today, Because sure. I would get, well, Chuck used to call me. I, when are you coming back? I am actually in surgery, sir. You made the doctor <laughs> wake me. I need you back. I need you back now. All right. I'm not coming back now. And Trip used to tell me, you got Take all the time you need, and by that I mean no today. Time <laughs> yeah, no time at all. And then let's get over this. Now he was—he's the one who talked me into staying. I can't function. Just stay. Yeah, you're right. He's right. So I did, and I slept. Boy, did I sleep! It was great. Uh, and then we get the Phoenix Open this week, and uh, here's WM. My... Oh yeah, the waste management thing. No. What's that? Is that what they call it now? It's W-M-O just WM. They don't talk about the waste management. No. Anymore. The WM stands for waste management. I know. It's the waste I... management Phoenix Open. Shut <laughs> up, you guys. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, but here's the worst part about it. The weather's going to be extraordinary. And I mean extraordinary. And people are going to see this on TV. It's going to look better. Right. Than you can. And all these motherfuckers are going to want to move here. We have to do something this week as a group of Phoenicians that we've never agreed to before. Um, we're, I got a friend at Orlando Auto Body. And oh, I, you want us to bump some cars? Yeah, I want you to start hitting some cars. <laughs> I think it's a good idea right now to act like all of us are the worst drivers in the world. And people can say, Jesus, Phoenix is beautiful, but those, those idiots will bang into you and, dri- and just drive away. Just ding into things, hit stuff, cut people off. We have to do something to show that we're not friendly. We're, we're not a destination. These people want out. I have friends from Chicago in town, and they're looking to get out. I don't know if they want to move here. I think it's too hot, but they want. everyone wants out of L.A. Everyone wants out of uh, Chicago, New Yorkers, all these people that we'd hate coming here, all these, all these, these you know, cucks. They're far-left weirdos that want out of their own traps that they've set, want to bring their, not only that, but their ideas here. It's, let's talk about Texas. They don't have state tax. Let's bring up that we all want out. Don't have conversations with strangers this week about how great it is. I'm guilty of this. I always say we live in paradise. The place is a dump. It's miserable. The drivers are awful. What if there's oh, any way we prices get, are way up. The racism is terrible. There's too many Mexicans. I mean, this is the truth of what's going on. Let's show the border. I wonder if there's any way we could get to the CBS feed and send them packages like, this is the Grand Canyon. But it's actually Guadalupe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, showing the yeah. border. Yes. Then um, maybe overhead shots of Ben Avery shooting. Absolutely. And say this is just, just like a normal this, day in Maryville. Just prepping for the yeah. day. I, 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 Completely, you know how? Yeah, they always do that when they have like a Monday night football game. Hello, friends. Game. Monday night football game will come, show a picture of Sedona like we're close. Well, we're as close to Sedona as we are to the border. So let's just say, right down the road here from Phoenix, this tragedy is like. Let's bring all that in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask a question here. I need you, I need your help because you guys need this more than we do. Mexican people, gang it up a little bit this week. Let's scare these folks <laughs> off. They're golf fans. They're gonna be horrified of you first. So if you guys could put the just the top button together on those shirts and maybe a bandana, some lokes, just go stereotype for a week, please. We don't want these. And I'm saying it like this, Mexicans. I'm on your team. Let's let's gang it up a little bit and keep these white weirdos out of here. They're they're going to ruin everything. Maryville, we're looking at you. Step it up. There's not much worse than the wealthy liberal 
coming to a town that's pretty normal and nice and you know and thinking that they're going to bring their ideas with we don't want them and this week is is a nightmare it's going to be perfect and they haven't traveled for a couple years they haven't been allowed out of chicago oh it's going to be an explosion it's going to be a nightmare we need to make the city look bad all week long. F the Chamber of Commerce and all their... We need to slow it down. Because TV, on TV, if you're going to the Phoenix Open, I might loke up a little bit. I got a limp right now. I'm, juggalos, come on out. Oh, Juggalos. Oh, Where are you when we need you, Juggalos? Juggalos, come on down. Do the hatchet man at the Phoenix Open. Be the, be the great Malenko. Right there at every CBS camera you can find for Jim Nance and everybody else down there. Everything. We need to make the city less beautiful in a huge way this week. I can't imagine what kind of draw that's going to be to all those people on the fence of like, where are we going to live? And all those cruddy towns that they've ruined. They've ruined Chicago. They've ruined Los Angeles. They've ruined New York. And they're going to want to go somewhere. And let the problem be somebody else's and then talk about it like they did something, but it was just ruined by politicians. It's their problem. They'll bring it here. We need to talk about Flagstaff being beautiful. More. That's the place that needs to be overrun with Tucson. rich white They'll golfers. They'll never come back to Arizona. No. That, well, that's we need to be like Tucson. Okay. This well, is this I never week. thought I'd hear oh, those words go. from Look your out. mouth. W-M. Impossible. Yeah, it's, hard. it's going to be hard because we're too classy. But... We need to be more like Tucson. What would ask yourself today and all week long? What would someone from Tucson do? Then do it. Drop your pants and take a <laughs> in the road because that's what we need to have happen more. I'm not saying commit crimes. I'm saying get in their way, be rude. You can see it if you see somebody with a just the rental cars, everything all around that area. Oh, it's going to be. You're brutal. not going to like it here. Yeah, you're going to hate it here. I've been stabbed four times this week. Goddamn gangs. And I'll be dressed like I'm in one. We have to. Brett, you look olive skin. People would buy it. <laughs> start dressing a little Loki. All right. I'll, I'll put the flannel on tomorrow. Pull it off. And then start handing out like flyers to Cochina Madrigal. <laughs> it's a good place, but still. It's in a bad area, and you just look around like, why is this guy doing this? You guys want some authentic? What are you doing? Here you go. Authentic. <laughs> You don't like Mexican food? Is it because you're racist? Oh, my God. They're everywhere. Brett and I will be out there. <laughs> yeah, I might be a little white. I'm albino Mexican. We've never seen it. You're racist and crude. They call me Casper. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why I make ghosts. You got to hand it out, but not to an actual Mexican restaurant. It's only Taco Bell. Best Mexican. No, Brady. No. We have to give it to the authentic ones where the stabby people are. They like Taco Bell. White people <laughs> love Taco Bell. It's just true. I was looking at the weather report this week, and I'm like, oh, no. God, we don't have one rainy day. It's going to just be, it's gonna be 80 Saturday. This yeah. is terrible for us. Gold. No. <laughs> it's rare. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be a nightmare. Normally, if it's just us, great. Get some tourists in, big deal. We can't have it televised. This is the worst week in the world, especially coming out of COVID, that this place looks wide open for business. Hundreds of thousands of people hanging out together. No COVID masks, no fears, no nothing. 80 degrees. Oh, we're in trouble. We have got to act like Tucson. Be like Tucson. Be uninhabitable and disgusting. Be architectural diarrhea. Everything about it. It's just awful. Yeah, it's not a magazine you'd want to read. (laughs) 
It's all. It's everything's about Tucson. <laughs> Everything is Tucson. Anyway, what are you going to? You seen what they build with in Tucson? <laughs> yeah, oh my God, this place is horrific. Anyway, be like Tucson all week long. They're here. We don't want them. We're big enough. I'm. I'm we'll, the natural influx will happen. We can't have a rush of people from Buffalo. And plus, they're we only have so much water. Dealing with that bomb cyclone and all that crap that's going on. Ice storms. They're all going to be looking at this like a getaway. It's not good. Not good. Uh, it's 6.13. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Oh, God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 did you get caught up? Were you behind on the current season or anything? Oh, no. no. Well, the new one started on Wednesday, so I watched that. What were we talking about right before we went on? Uh, Motley Crue and oh, the Pearl Motley Jam. Crue, that's right. The Motley Crue singing Pearl Jam. We'll get to that. Something, something struck me. Uh, I do have people emailing me saying, ask Toledo about the Janet Jackson thing. Brady brought it up. My friend Jim Wilson texted me a picture of you uh, as the Rhythm Nation superstar. It was awesome. It's a very good story I didn't know about. Uh, but I told you that before. That I have I never danced. heard that you danced to Janet Jackson. I don't think we got into it, but yeah, no, in my apartment in, in uh, Bozeman, my first apartment. But this is, where, okay, so you were in your 20s. No, 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 I was 17. You were 17 when Rhythm Nation came out? I was yeah. 17 when Rhythm Nation came out. No, I was 17. My first apartment. Rhythm Nation was like 80, I don't 89. Look it up. That was it. Was it 87? That's 22 for you. Or 20, isn't it? Or 19? What are you, 68, 19? 87, you're 19. September 19th of 89 is when Rhythm okay. Nation yeah. So Rhythm Nation was 89. You were 21. No, I was Yeah. <laughs> well, you were losing control in he your apartment. ability to do yeah. those Nasty. moves. Because that's what you were like. I was like, who still did it. Teen boy. Uh, yeah, early 20s. Still did it. Dance around like Janet Jackson to learn the moves. Is hilarious. But I got a bunch of people that emailed me and said uh, really hilarious stuff about like you. Uh, being sure, deserved all of it. Over the top. Awful. <laughs> and, no, the visuals, the pictures of uh, people saying, you got to ask me about that. It's the worst visual I've ever heard. We started Brady says The Rhythm like, Nation story pretty was great. awesome. It's a great story. I would like you to tell those stories when I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it he just came out. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, wait a second. Out. I don't either. But those are... In, in Toledo's defense, yeah. he, he it was for the pleasure principle, which was on the album before Rhythm Nation. Okay, so that's that's, that's why the age thing Nation. goes right. Yeah, because well, all I got was pictures of him oh, yeah. as no, Rhythm, no, Nation. Rhythm yeah. Nation. No, it says it was all on Control. Guy. Yeah, that's right. Hilarious. <laughs> Either way, you're dancing as <laughs> but, Janet yeah, Jackson, no matter what the age. <laughs> and he did the chair move and all yeah. from what he's Busting telling my us. My ass on the chair. Yeah. And we all, you guys, I'm Twice. sure, all for Shelley. What was her name? No, 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 Shelley Cam Ward. I think is who it was. Pam Ward. Mm-hmm. I like that one. And there wasn't that moment you would like to the boys say that your dad was finally, now I'm going to make a oh, match to make this right. Of, I got yeah. all, that's why. He sees they, you in there. They're in the parking lot. What the up in my balcony. going on? <laughs> I did the right thing. Get me out of here. Yep. And he speeds off. <laughs> Bastard yep. from a basket. All right, good, good. We covered it the proper way. Dancing all right, good. fruit. I don't, see, that's why I don't like that, not being here. <laughs> it's those great moments. Uh, and people are all over the idea. This is a great suggestion, saying be more like Tucson during the uh, Phoenix Open. Be like Tucson. Do not 
Act like normal Phoenicians this week. They're here. Another texter said, so we need we need some, somebody of color. Any DLC, of them. To streak the course. No, 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 no. That's fun. Oh. That looks like you've hired a guy. Oh. Well, uh, you need uh, well, this is the best one. Janet says, what we need to do is go up to Payson with buses and bring them down here. Oh, because they may not go back. No, that's a good point. I hadn't <laughs> yeah, thought of that. Yeah. I hadn't oh. thought of Payson staying. Ooh, I mean, Janet's you're right. Like, I canceled Bella Janet's here, idea. You know, I mean, I mean, that's right. God damn it, Brett. Well done, because that got exciting for a second. I'm like, hey, if we bust down the Paysons and let them hang around, they're not allowed in the Phoenix Open, just around the restaurants near it. Oh, boy, but you're right. They'll stay. Yeah, I mean, look, we already got Vela here. We don't, yeah, I mean, well. And don't well, underestimate. not going back. <laughs> yeah, don't underestimate the Payson uh, ability to earn the dollar. So, like, it's too expensive for Paysoners to live here. Oh. <laughs> they've got ways. <laughs> they shake that little pill bottle. Next thing you know, they've got a few thousand dollars. That's a good point. All right, sorry, Janet. I thought it was a great idea bringing Payson down here, but Brett brought up the alternative of Payson being here, and that's almost worse than all those weird liberal rich cucks coming in. Brutal. The Vela clan. <laughs> yeah, somebody says, Doug Hopkins commercials have to go for the week. Uh, no one can get a home in our market. Uh, it's time we stand together. That's it. We get Brady stand out there with his waste management open, night vision binoculars, and just stare at people as they walk out. Make it a normal <laughs> thing. Into the bird nest. Have an NFT booth set up just to piss people <laughs> off. Toledo can explain it. <laughs> Welcome back, Sir Holmberg. Uh, thank you, bro. I'm willing to do that. That's not a bad idea. We should be. We, I should have had my surgery this week, so the show would have been. The radio's terrible. Everything in that city sucks. <laughs> oh. Yes, it's basically just act like uh, act like a bunch of drunks this week. Don't be fun though. No don't, fun. Make, don't make this a party town either, because then the weird ones come. Then you get all those Tommy Bahama clad Harley Davidson riders that hang around downtown. Every oh. prepare for that this week. Oh, they're going to be gonna up gonna there be anyway. Them Scottsdale Harley. What riders. is it you call it, Brady? Potato, potato, potato. potato. It's, a, it's a week of just yuck people from out of town. <laughs> We're coming, Ed. We're going to head to see you out there, buddy. Coming out to your town. I'm sure you've gotten a call. We're going to be out there in your city for the open. You going to go? And I'm sure you're accommodating. I'd tell them, no, man. We're running wild with COVID, and we've got the new strain. Well, nobody's even talking about it. I think they're keeping it under wraps. I don't know. You shouldn't be here. We don't want you here. Spring training is when you come out. And that's usually good because we get a couple cold days. They get nervous. And then the last week's like 102. I like, I like when spring training gets up into the hundreds and you see those eastern people like, Jesus Woo! Christ, like, it's, only, it's only 90. You guys have How do you no, live out here? You have no idea. <laughs> you should go home where it's nice now. They're at Tempe Diablo in the sunny side. I've always hated being at a Cubs game and in the seventh inning say, Welcome to Sloan Park where it's 81 degrees here. It's 35 in Chicago. And everybody goes, I'm never leaving. Get the F out of here. You just said earlier they're leaving Chicago. And uh, I can't get out fast enough, but we got to keep it till they don't want to come here. We need to raise taxes on people from another state. Like, houses are super expensive right now. That's a good thing. Rents out of its mind. That's a good thing. I mean, it's not great for us normals who are here all the time, except for, you know, selling your house. If you're trying to escape here. But, man, you know who I feel sorry for? It's like Prescott. They're the target now. The Their houses oh, yeah. are cheap. Days. A little bit milder temps. Yeah, a little bit both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That summer thing. If, if these idiots ever, snow every once ever find out about Prescott, oh, no. 
it's going to turn into Austin with like it's grown a little. Oh, it's it's going to go nuts. It's beautiful. Bring it on. All right, you can have it. We're done. We're done. We're all full up. So these people drive. It's crazy. Uh, and then all week long, the uh, the fun of the when I was awake, watching the Joe Rogan, Whoopi Goldberg, everything. Everybody's in trouble for everything. My favorite one was the Masked Singer has a political issue. Oh, yeah. And that was my favorite and one. And they rolled that out right away. Did you notice well, that? Well, look, Ken Jong did that on purpose. is a mouthpiece for anybody who pays him. Right. Anyone who pays Ken Jong, he'll do what you tell him. And I'm not saying he doesn't have, you know, as principles. long as he knows what's going on, John. Look, <laughs> you're on the he mask. Had no singer. idea. The whole point is to be shocked by who's under the mask. Rudy Giuliani pops his little head out, and Ken storms off the set. Oh, I can't be part of this. You built an entire career on a stereotype homophobic murderer. Your whole career is built on one thing that you would frown upon if you didn't get the job. So I don't want to hear from Ken Jong. Now, if it was something that he's like, I'd never do it again. Oh, that's that's the hypocrisy of all these people. I don't want to see anybody get shut down for what they think. But storming off the masked singer for nine minutes is not going to change a thing. And it just shows the self-importance of, of Ken Jong, who's sitting next to Rob, who disgraced Robin Thicke, who steals music. <laughs> that doesn't bother him enough to not work with somebody. Uh, the original Joe Rogan. Jenny McCarthy, who's sitting right next to him. I mean, she's the OG of the Joe Rogan clan. She's the first one that shouted out about vaccines and screaming. Yeah, Turned out she was wrong, and I mean, like, really wrong. And we're still, there's still repercussions yeah. from that. When, when in your have... group, the most reliable person from a standpoint of advice is Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. Whoever thought anybody would say that. You're not in a great group of folks that make it so your storm outs are relevant. Ken Jong. What's her claim to fame again? She's one of pussy the pussycat dolls. dolls. She's the hot pussycat doll. She was the one with the good face. The other ones are like, damn, the pussycat They're dolls. in the background. Then you mm-hmm. took a look and I'm like, Jesus Christ, was that one a grandmother of three? <laughs> What's wrong with the redhead? Is that Mask? Is that How Rocky long ago Dennis? Was that? was that 20 years ago? The pussycat doll? Yeah. She yeah. held up. I don't know what happened. Well, when that oh, came out, I tried great. to learn that routine to get a check. <laughs> Did you? I remember helping you with that because we were working together. And Brady kept saying, I got to get a girl. I said, this is a route. Burlesque is the way. So Brady, when we worked on it, he was good for a little bit, but he never wanted to go on stage. Yeah, but that's, I mean, look at that. The Pussycat Dolls were. Whoa. That's were, them now? They were one for five. Yeah, it was Nicole. The okay, pussy, I You know who the Pussycat the Dolls the are? The Pussycat Dolls are uh, Bon Jovi. If you got with John Bon Jovi as a girl, you were good. If your friends nailed any of the other guys in the band, it was kind of like, nah. I nailed the guy from Bon Jovi. Was John it John? Alec, John no, Alex hit, Such? It was the keyboard Alex player. Such. I don't know. Alex <laughs> it wasn't as big a deal. Like, nobody's going to be bragging about it. I hit one of the pussycat dolls. Was it Nicole? No. It was the, the grandma? Bass player in Bon Jovi. It was the same with the uh, Spice Girls. Yep. If, if you got to baby Spice for a little bit. You don't want sporty. No, you don't want sporty. You don't want grandma spice. There's always a grandma. Like, Pussycat Dolls had grandma, Pussycat Doll, and grandma spices. The Jerry Hallowell that was like 51. <laughs> but yeah, Ken Jong stormed off this week, and I'm like, everybody feels self-important. You're on the masked singer. First off, your relevance is not... Your show does great, but your relevance isn't so important that people are going to 
do what Ken Jong did because we Rudy G. I looked at it said more it's hype. Fox's number one show. It isn't right? hype though because you're risking something. It's hype when you scream out hype. later, "I'll never work again if they do this." That's hype. Storming off the show would have been a planned incident. He was mad at. He's that's real. I mean, it wasn't. Un, I don't think anything about it was choreographed or phony. But I he just, realized, well, do I really want to stay out of this show for that? It is a lot of money. No, he I'm really, coming back after nine minutes. You're you're acting like a normal person. You're you're thinking like a normal person. He's got this the the grandiose thing that I just made a huge statement on the masked singer and Rudy Giuliani. I don't know what he's saying. That had to be terrible. What is he agreeing to go he on? Do anything? He doesn't care. He knows it pisses off some people. Like Rudy knows he goes on. It's like this is gonna. I think that's where great. you're yeah. similar to what you're saying. How he I knows feel it makes that. people mad. He knows. I don't know. I think he just thinks, "Oh, this will be fun." This He's will, delusional. Yeah, but he knows it's going to put piss me back in the spotlight. Yeah, he knows. He knows the buttons to push, and he knows how to be. What also is it Plus feeds his ego. Yeah. It feeds yeah. his ego. And they asked him. So that's they asked the, him, knowing the, Ken Jong's a, a lunatic. So maybe they set up, "Hey, if we get somebody so far out of Ken's realm of possibility, Jong's going to lose. He'll lose his mind, and we get all the press. I mean, all the good stuff came from." Him. That one made me laugh. Because if you can sit next to Robin Thicke on any show about music and say... And Robin Thicke had a good career prior to the thieving thing. And that was a... It was, it was okay, but, song, but that man. one song a pushed him over the edge. He pushed him over the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin Thicke was a punch writer for all sorts... Hey, he had a really good career going from the time he was 17 of writing in on songs. He was never the performer until that amazing yeah. Blurred Lines thing, yeah. which was theft. As it turned out, it, it was, was Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye's <laughs> song. And you listen to him side by side, you're like, holy Christ, this is all of it needs to go. And he didn't get cast aside like most people that get, you know, music that was proven stolen. Uh, you know, and it's, you know, a terrible crime in that industry is to is pay just, for it up front. I mean, Carlos Mencia. Carlos Mencia. No, it isn't using. He stole the entire riff. There's certain samples. That's what I'm saying. He, he should have known better and saying, right. yeah, well, can we use this? And. Well, like the Sam, what's his name, the, the really gay, high-pitched singer, Sam something or other? Oh, from the 60s? Smith, Sam Smith. No, no, yeah. no. The one oh, recent. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he accidentally stole that Tom Petty song. Tom Petty noticed it because he's like, these are the same chords. They're just slow, and it never changes. At, at a certain point, you have to, I think you're allowed a certain amount of bars before it has to make right. a move. And you're like, otherwise, it's the same thing. You speed it up, and Tom Petty's like, that's mine. That's those are that's my music. And to his credit, he did it. Dua Lipa's got a great one for... Uh, I forget which song it was, uh, but she realized midway through writing it or recording what she'd written in it. They were slapping high fives and everything else. She goes, I've heard this. And when she figured out it was an NXS riff, she called him and said, I think I accidentally swiped your... I should have stayed at home, but I was doing better alone. That's yeah. the thing in her song. And it is the same as one of theirs. And she gave him writing credit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She the gave them writing one, yeah. credit, and they didn't even ask for it. She's like, I'm giving you writing credit. So they got money when that thing sold. And they even said, that was great of her. I'm not sure we would have noticed that. So that's how the music industry should work, doesn't. But then you get into the, you know, the, the stealing thing. And then Jenny McCarthy and her original Joe Rogan thing. So Ken Jong storming off the mass Singer was the laugh of the week. And then, of course, the hunt on for Joe Rogan. They're going after him. And anybody who says different is lying. Now, whether they can censor him and anything else, to me, it's very tricky because it's they're saying we're not censoring him. He can say whatever he wants. 
Well, they pulled 34 of his episodes. 70. Now it's now 70. It's 70. Okay, yeah. 70 of his episodes have been pulled off. That's censorship to me. That's exactly what that yeah. is. Now, Joe may be in on it because he knows he's being hunted. He agrees. So he's hiding them. You're like, all right, if you guys think this is going to come back and haunt us, yes. But now you've said 70 episodes of my show. But he came out with another good video explaining about all those his matter. title, how I'm dealing with all the S. Sure. You know. And it's an admission that they got It wasn't got an me. apology. No, no, no. It but it's an admission. Thing. You got The one me. I saw was he's apologizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's apologized for the N-word. Thing. Yeah. Big time. Is that, that the one you're talking about? It was like apology. six minutes. There was one yesterday, six minutes. He's like... Uh, you know, he apologizes for it. And he's like, but oh, the one they're taken out of the context. Mask. It's still, yeah, it looks I'm, horrible. I'm no longer, you know, won't do that. That's, That's fine, but he is still cashing his $100 million yeah. check, so who cares? Right. Right the episode. Yeah. But, yeah, and he'll get into that, but that's when you start saying you were purchased. Right. And there's where the danger of this but whole censorship now is that they don't, the government is not the one that's going to censor you. The, the people that are going to censor you is when you get under the umbrella of people in massive corporations and companies. If your boss is, is the, the owner of your company, is a massive donor to either political party, you're going to fall under that to a certain extent, to a little degree. Like if you start drifting out of tune with, you know, if, if Rupert Murdoch owned your company and you started to bash the Republican Party on a regular basis on one of his stations, he's going to come down on you. Or you're going to feel some pressure. It's just the way. The same at CNN and Jeff Zucker and all that other stuff. If yeah. you drift too far off and start singing out of key a little bit, you're going to get noticed and you're going to get a little pressure. They're not going to censor you, but they're certainly going to start saying, all right, we noticed it. What are you going to do about it? And they put it on, the onus is now on you to behave or go nuts. Joe Rogan has, for the most part, behaved. He used to be the guy that asked questions. And I think he started to answer too many of his questions comfortably for himself and the whole COVID thing because nobody cared that Joe Rogan said the N-word. And, and if you listen to when he did it, uh, I don't know what the years were. I don't know when it was. But it was a discussion of how complicated that word is. And what it's turned into. Well, and- what, it, what it's been, what it's turned into, how to say it, when to say it. And they didn't say N-word. They said the word. Right. Which to me is not a lot different. When you're not calling somebody, you're not hearing, you're not using it for you know, you know, uh, in a bad way. You're just using it as a word. It's a word. We need to grow up about that a little bit. But now the whole what I thought he slipped up on was saying that we went to that Planet of the Apes thing. Yeah. In his apology, he said, and I also have to apologize for another episode we found where we got really high and explained how we went to the Planet of the Apes and our driver dropped us off. In a black neighborhood, and we were talking about, oh my God, did they take us directly to the jungle for the Planet of the Apes? I feel like I'm actually. And he said, it, it can be construed as I said, black people look like this or this and that. Yeah. And make no mistake, Joe Rogan is being singled out, but it's not for censorship censorship's sake. It's to behave because he works for a massive corporation that leans a direction. And that COVID thing, man, you got to be careful. He said, you know, this show, I don't know if you guys have even noticed. I'm not, we don't, the political thing, I'm off it. I'm, I don't yeah. want to play too much. I don't like the Biden even stuff. Even when you dabble in it, even as you make a yeah. comment, no, you'll always I'm get I'm not afraid of story. it. Yeah. I just don't care that much anymore. I'm not, it's not interesting to me anymore. It's just, I don't, I'm not scared to have an opinion about something. I'm not thoughtless towards an idea of, you know, this sucks, that sucks or whatever. But I, I don't like getting into it. I mean, you, there's no winning this anymore. I'll talk COVID. 
my own personal experience, but I'm not going to tell you guys what to do. I don't care what you do. I really just don't care what you do. You do it. Go nuts. Have fun. Uh, but it's getting weird. And then and then you start having these. We got. This is the thing I want to get to. We got to stop this argument. What about Howard Stern? What yeah. about Jimmy yeah. Kimmel? What about? No, they play the game, and that's where you have to notice the difference. Is that they're in lockstep with what the powers that be want that control the narrative. And to say that it's not controlled by one side is, is wrong. Now, what you can do, and what I think will happen to Joe Rogan, is it'll push him so far, he'll just basically be allowed on Fox-like stuff if this keeps up this way. If they push him, all they're trying to do is categorize him. Where they're he's trying, trying to, to be neutral the whole time. Right. They're trying, trying to, to pigeonhole him. And, and if you say, listen to him, to be honest, he is pretty neutral, even on the COVID sure. stuff. He's less not, than he used to be. It doesn't sound like it, but yeah. Right. It's, he's less than he yes. used to be yes. because I think he's getting pushed over. Yes. And eventually he's just going to be the voice of that but side. That's what, but that's what the left does. They push you to an area where you're like, wait a minute, I'm not this. And the right does too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't, they, everybody yeah. does the thing that tries to as far as, as far as Rogan goes. categorize you and, and pigeonhole you into a this is what you are. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan was too rogue. For a long time, he was kind of the guy speaking too to free. too many people. Too you free. can't censor yeah. me. And you can take a lot of fence sitters and move them. And he a did. lot of them. And he did. And he did. Pat McAfee's another one that I'm waiting for. Right. He doesn't do a lot right. of it, but Pat McAfee doesn't have the audience like that. But Pat McAfee's a guy who speaks yeah, odd truths. You're, you're absolutely right. Because look at when when the Rogers stuff was going down. He was doing his Tuesdays with, with Pat McAfee for the last five, six weeks of the season. And every one of the, the major media outlets yeah. would pick up everything that that Rogers said on McAfee. On McAfee. Yeah. yeah. And McAfee got that comfort from, from Rogers. Right. And so it's going to push Rogers to the point of, well, do I do Pat's show? Well, there's a big thing that he couldn't be on Rogan's show much anymore because the two of them were getting crushed by just being in right. the same right. room together. Right. They're a punchline now. Well, yeah. Joe Rogan and... Uh, I called and, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers will have something in their lab set up soon. They become this joke where... But again, if you play the game properly and you get in lockstep with the right people, Whoopi Goldberg, you can say stupid and terrible things and get a two-week suspension and everybody leaves you alone. What Whoopi Goldberg said during the week I was out was the one where you're like, well, that's... that's You're fired. Yeah, we mentioned like, you're If fired. it wasn't her... Yeah, and someone else is doing. But your, again, your I don't want to see her get fired. No, she's on a goddamn show called The View. Yeah, the whole purpose is you to have people have say view. things that make they you that make view. you go, "Holy Christ!" I disagree vehemently with you. That's the point of a view. The view is not let's all get in line together and say the same things. That's not a very good show. Our view is the right view. Our view is the only view. Yeah. And what Whoopi said was, I couldn't agree less with what she said. Had she said it's not about race, it was about religion, maybe she had something. But she said that the Holocaust was never about race, it was just man's inhumanity to man. Well, what's? how does that not apply to every single thing you've stood against when it comes to cops on black people or anything else? It's man. All of it's man's inhumanity to man. This one yeah. is, like, targeted. Right. Like, I think you've got a, a group of... It was white pretty on healthy, white. Pretty healthy amount of... Uh, and I don't think she ever said that. To be fair, everybody was always she, saying it was, was white saying people was, doing things to, to other white people. It yeah, wasn't a racial yeah, group, yeah, but yeah. yes, Correct. it was. the way it was worked. Because if you go, definitely uh, was. easy argument back, just go watch Hotel Rwanda. Yeah. Because exactly. that's oh, black people doing things to black, black people, yeah. and it was racist. It was. Yeah. It was Mogadishu, yeah, any, any of those kinds of things. So she was, to me, she was ignorant, mm-hmm. 
and lost, and the and the message was completely out of line. And so then trying to make a larger point by by having but, bad contextual. I don't know. That day, people are like, "Let her off the hook." She said she's sorry. I'm right. watching the news. Like, what did Whoopi do that was so bad? I mean, let her off the hook. She said she was sorry. I'm like, man, like this is there's definitely some odd times brewing with who can and who cannot. But the argument of like, what about Stern and his blackface thing that came up this morning on TMZ? That's out right now. And Stern's expressed that Jimmy Kimmel is another one who's fallen completely in line with the way things work now. And it's probably the smartest thing in the world to save his show. Because he's trying to appeal to the masses, and he's like, whatever keeps the heat off. Yeah. This is a dude who the made, man made show. an man entire, show, yeah. made, on Kevin and Bean, did a whole album as a black rapper for Christmas, and it is littered with the N-word. And he did blackface as Carl Malone regularly. He was Oprah Winfrey regularly. I mean, everything that, that, that they come down on normally for that, he's done. I don't want to see Jimmy Kimmel canceled for that today. It doesn't count, right? If you weren't mad then, you're not. You can't be mad now. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon did it. Remember, he's cried his eyes out about how awful it was to do that Chris Rock impression as Chris Rock. No, it's not. That's exactly what it is. Watch the sketches. The sketches wasn't awful. Then Lorne Michaels. You know, the dominoes never stop falling. Right. Yeah. If Jimmy Fallon did it, Lorne Michaels approved it. Whoever wrote it should be part of it. The makeup person should. It, it, it just the dominoes never stopped Chris falling. Chris Rock in in one of those. Chris like, Rock with him didn't say anything about blackface right. impressions of him from Jimmy Fallon. It was the it was the, probably the first really good Chris Rock impression on TV. I used to give Caliendo heat all the time for going on as Charles Barkley, and they. I think you, you're afraid to go in blackface. You go in like bronzer. light brown bronzer face. Yeah. <laughs> and he just gets so nervous. No, no, no. Now he won't do it. And now Frank has felt pressure to not do, in certain groups, uh, impressions of black people. Because yep. like, it's just not worth it. If I want to protect my money, and that's where the censorship lives and always has. You want to protect your money. The corporate person that's paying you will crush you. If they don't, if someone in their group doesn't like what's going on, they're sketchy. Their money is—it's the stock market. It's sketchy, it's twitchy, it's weird, and when it's threatened, it lashes out. And Frank's very oh, you're so safe, you're so safe. If you saw his paychecks, yeah, you'd be, be safe, safe too. too. Yeah. Yep. If you saw what somebody's like, hey, you want to do thirty minutes of work? We'll fly you in, put you in a resort. You do thirty minutes for us at this resort here. And uh, that picture you're showing of Frank was on the Monte Carlo yep. marquee, yep. which is of it Charles was? Barkley. Yeah, they put him in wow. all of his characters. That's that's him darker. This is him <laughs> a little lighter yeah. version. And he always did light version. He Charles does kind of look it, like it, him. I mean, the makeup wow. was yeah. always good. But yeah, I mean that's the thing. It gets Why would sketchy. you want to stir it up with that kind of money coming in? Right. right. Or, is that worth it? Or especially because you were Frank to begin with. Yeah. You were never a guy who people went to for opinions. Yeah. Joe Rogan's danger is that's where people go now. Yep. Like, we want to hear from you. And if he starts running scared and playing, and he's not, so I don't know that he will, but Brian Callen. Not yet. Not yet. Brian Callen told me something a long time ago, and he's like, look, Joe will go where the money goes. And, he's, and he didn't say that in a mean way. He right. wasn't bashing me. He's like, Joe's going to go where the money goes. And the money came from, this was when Spotify, so the money came from Spotify, and Joe's going to go there. Now he falls under their umbrella. And if they say jump, he's going to have to. And he said, that's the difference. And if he's comfortable with it, that's what he's going to do. But if you, somebody offered you that kind of money and then said, we want you to tweak a few things, okay. Because that's on. what your life's about. Your life's about making sure you're all right. 
Because I, I listened to him a few times around that time when he was, he built a brand new studio in Austin. That's why he moved to Austin because he yeah. had all that money. Like you'd said earlier, Texas is an income tax free. California state. was killing him. You know, it was really killing him. He built that whole studio on Spotify's money on a business model. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, and good point from Scott. So didn't Disney fire Gina Carano for basically the same thing? Yeah, yeah they talked to her yeah. over the weekend too, and she was talking. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you, you, you play along, or you, you're rogue, and when you're rogue, the companies take you out. That way, there's no government control and all this other stuff, but the companies are massive parts of that. To say if we can get enough of them to own enough things, you know, radio worried about that for years, homogenizing the voices. You won't have a free speaking voice of radio. And now you don't because you don't. they're on in five different markets, usually this guy's safe. or something like that. But if you decide to go full right-wing political talk, mm-hmm. there's a hole for you. Yep. And they will categorize you. Yep. And you have to fall in line there and play that game. KTR plays the, we're sort of right. We're not going crazy. Right. They play that game. They're a Broomhead, little bit over. Yeah, I mean, Broomhead, Broomhead admits he's right, but he's not going to go... Oh, by the way, Broom had offered a ride home for me. Yeah. He Ooh. said he'd give me a ride home because he gets done about the time I'd be leaving. 11, yeah. He said he'd come by. But I don't think I'd fit in Mike's car. If you've ever seen Mike, he, he's... <laughs> I don't even know they put steering wheels... a smart car? They have, well, in the glove box. He sits in the glove box. <laughs> and they said, oh, it's a giant truck. Are you have to... Yeah, but I don't have the strength in my right leg right now to boost the driver in. But I appreciate the offer. John, anyway, you are, so, you are so right. Key and Peel have been doing blackface regularly. Why aren't they in trouble? <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No, it's just this weird thing. Everybody, But we got to stop the argument of going back and getting Howard Stern and going back and getting other people. You can't. But it's the argument is basically like, where do these dominoes stop? And we just have to all recognize that the dominoes are whoever's in charge of that person. And Spotify pulling 34, 70, 80, 90, 100 episodes of Joe Rogan. When, by the way, if you remember, when he first went to Spotify, they ripped out about 100 of them. Yeah, they did. So we're up to a big number. He has 1,600 episodes over the last You start pulling 100, 200 of those. I agree with you. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of things you're like, whoa, that's 200 things that Spotify was worried about to begin with. And they didn't pull the N-word ones or stuff that's like that. So, in a way, it lands on them. And you get in bed with Joe Rogan, and they have to face those consequences, too. But everybody's like, I can't believe they're siding with Spotify is getting a ton of attention for it. I don't know if that's good or bad, but so far, I, nobody important to pull. It's good. It's, oh, yeah. I think really attention good, good yeah. attention. Yeah, but I don't know if it's good because Are now you've got... subscribing? Well, not even that. You've got the... Eventually, you're going to have one of these... Artists that matter say something. Well, they, there's a thing that just said 19% have dropped or saying they will drop from right. Spotify. We'll see. But that doesn't Those matter. Polls. It's not even so much yeah. that. It's the money they get from having music availability. And if you lose big names, if you start losing, you know, I don't know, it would be like if uh, the young ones too, like Travis like, Scott and Billie yeah. Eilish. Taylor and Swift. Taylor Swift. Like that, yeah. And stuff like that starts pulling because that'll domino. That'll go fast. If one of those guys goes, you'll see seven or eight of them. And then they've got a decision. And they make it seem like it's in our hands. They make it seem like the people have spoken and everything else. But they've just pressured it and newsed it so much that makes you feel like you got to do something to appease the... They're going where the, the money wolves. goes. But they look, exactly. They're yeah. sketchy, and it'll lash out. So we'll see. But the Rogan thing, why is he so 
not allowed to have an opinion you hate. Don't listen. Joe Rogan says stuff about COVID I don't like. Okay. Now, one lady that, that came out in the news that said he's killed hundreds of thousands of people. That's dumb. I'm like, really? That he's was Sharon complain? Stone. Oh, Brady was it? Yeah. That up yeah. Last week. He's literally killing people. Yeah, he's, he's literally he's killing, killing people. thousands of people are dying yeah. because of Joe Rogan. No, they're not. No, they're not. What we need is both sides to step up and go, I don't know anything about this. We're working on it. We're trying to come up with the best thing. Can we all be cool together? Can 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 you give me a break when I make a mistake? Because Lord knows the government and Fauci and everybody else has, both Trump and Biden have screwed this up because they weren't going to do it right. The whole world screwed it up. A lot of times the, you know, the Rogan podcast is like, look, these are, we're introducing this. We're presenting these numbers yeah. or whatever, and you can take them for whatever, however you want to do it. But or this did. is his opinion. This yeah. is my opinion. Normally they did go down the questioning route. With the COVID thing, they went into, this is, this is where we live. Yeah. I don't think that there's a problem with that. Let them be wrong. So it's misinformation. So shut the internet down. Close the internet. If you're worried about misinformation and people that spew it, close the whole goddamn internet because none of it's right. Not one thing. You can go and find seven different things about one topic right now. And I venture to guess seven of them would be wrong. I don't think you're ever going to find the right answer in one spot ever. So if we're worried about people getting bad information, the internet's killed hundreds of thousands of people. Find me one government that's done the thing right for Corona. The one that you're like, they did it perfect. That was yeah. perfect. Everybody that we started to point to ballooned. Australia, New Zealand, they don't do that one island. that And that ebb, ebbed and flowed. Like, oh, they did it right. Well, sure, at first. Yeah, and then it, when it got out of hand. And yep. There was that one island that was the last place that never had it. Somewhere or another got oh, yeah, one yeah, person yeah. like New a New Zealand month, held out ago. for a long time. New Zealand was, there's, there's like uh, three million people in the entire place. Yeah. <laughs> They're spread out. That's the key. Stay away from each other. It's ridiculous. But Rogan getting in trouble for that was silly to me. And then the, when the whoopee thing happened, and I'm like, well, you can see the difference here. She's played the game long enough for the, her, her bosses and the powers that be that she's allowed a couple of these. And the show's called The View. She should be allowed a couple of those. Was in on, though, I think that's the thing that happened, was in on a couple of uh, things that she didn't agree with. Sure. Being the, it, one of the bigger ups in the show, more or less. Right. Um, she's the alpha people ma- removed. She's the alpha she's male. She's the apex predator. She's the alpha is, yeah. male of the view. <laughs> yeah. And she's been the one that said things that you just, it's called the view. And you know what? I don't watch the view. Because most of the time those hens cluck and drive me nuts. I don't care if I agree with one of them or four of them or none of them. It's a, it's a, it's last thing I've ever wanted. Did you want to go listen to four women argue? Jesus Christ. Whose idea for a show I'm is out. this? You think you're going to get anybody important watching that? You think anybody in this audience listening to us is like, can't wait to listen to View? My 91-year-old friend, Paula, do you watch The View, John? I'm like, Paula. And she goes, of course you don't. She loves it. <laughs> she she likes women arguing because she's 90, and that's what they do. But that show is not for human uh, humans and males. And Good God, if Ronnie said that to you, I've got three of my friends coming over. We're going to argue. You want to watch? Maybe for a minute. Yeah. I want to see what you're... crap about After a while, I'm just like, Jesus, that one's a bitch. And the other three are nuts. I'm leaving. I'm going down. That's what I say about those housewife shows when Lisa watches them. I'm like, this is just all built-up drama. Well, that's all fake, though. I mean, you you don't want to watch anybody arguing. No. Women arguing. 
for longer than an hour a day, and they do it every day. Because you know what? It's easy for four women to get in a room and fight every day. For, that's why the show's been on for 20-plus years. You get four ladies to sit in a room and say, you guys want to fight about something? They're all in, every one of them. You can't put – it's like those fighting fish. Those You can't put two in the same tank. They're not going to get along. I, I've discussed this with uh, Megan. I said, you know what's cool about being a guy is? Is that I've never said, hey, Brady, uh, we're going to go to lunch and my friend's joining us. I hope you'll, you're cool with that. And you'd be like, sure. Yeah. Doug Hopkins and I, when we first decided to try to join couples for a dinner a while ago, he calls me. And he goes, you guys want to go out? I'm like, sure, that'd be great. And he goes, uh, I think Megan and Joy will get along, don't you? And I'm like, I, I, get, I don't know. I think so. I, well, we were worried. You got to try it. You got to try it. But then you got the Botticelli shoe situation where somebody looks and notices, are those Botticelli shoes? Spitch cares about my shoes a little too much, don't you think? It's like, oh, here we go. I don't know what makes them mad, but I know something might. And then you're just happy when they didn't argue or, or she looks at me weird. It never happens. A girl never says, oh, like Lisa never says to you, I'm gonna, we're going to go out with a friend of mine and her husband. You guys have a play date. You talk. Yeah. And at the end of the night in the car, like a man, you go, that guy's a douche. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing that again. I'm not doing yeah. that again. But you were nice. You were kind. No one knew there yeah. was a problem. I thought you guys got along great. Yeah, because I'm good. <laughs> I didn't he, have to temper. All right, that's enough. But or, he really likes you. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's the last time we're over there. Nobody's ever tapped a guy on the shoulder. No, no, no. Be nice. Stop it. He doesn't care. That your tie is nice. <laughs> Wearing the exact same tie. Oh, you didn't tell me we both had bangs. Huh? I didn't know I had to do that. How? She's wearing the same dress I am. Exact same colors. We look like idiots. I hate or her. you look like four people out having dinner. I hate her. We all hate her, Megan. We're getting through the night. This guy's wife's miserable. We all hate her. But look how nice all the guys are being. Because we're just getting through it. That's how things work. That's why the car is so soundproof. So you don't hear outside, so they don't hear you talking about what just happened. That's why when you sit in the car after a dinner with new couples, you check your phone to make sure you didn't dial up. You turn that off. You put it down. You shut the door in the car, and you go, oh, never again. Brutal. Brutal. She's the worst. Did you hear the things she said about her legs? Jesus Christ. I know. And guess what? That couple's doing the same about you in the other car. That's why it's a pleasant surprise when you're like, this is working. I think we <laughs> like these guys. This is working. That seemed like something I might do again. I, I don't want to risk this. But Doug was trepidatious. Uh, you think that they'll get along? I'm like, good Doug, who knows? They both seem pleasant. Let's put them in the same room and see if they're Chinese fighting fish or not. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, there's something. But, yeah, uh, there's nothing worse than wife not liking the other guy's wife. Oh, it's the and you just stop hanging out. You're like, we can't. Well, no, there's a couple. There's just no need to uh, introduce. No. Oh God. We just we just, just hang know. out. Yeah. There's no you there's no need know. to uh, go out and do a double. <laughs> there's a few you just like it's <laughs> just forget it. <laughs> it ain't gonna work. Yeah. And and the people that don't get it are the ones that call like seven, eight, nine times. We'd really love to get you out to dinner. Ah, we got a. Another thing that we're doing. You guys always say you never leave the house. You're pretty busy. Yeah, it seems like whenever you're asking, we got something. Take the hint. Isn't that <laughs> you? Don't you get it yet? So, yeah. Anyway, it's just weird. The View is just a show that I don't understand why anybody watches. Unless you like watching women argue. And you can get that anywhere. Go over to, like, a, a high-end um, fashion mall store oh. and watch two ladies. Fashion square? Uh, you'll see, eventually, oh, yeah. you'll see eyeballs cross.
I peep in every once in a while on the view. What? what? Do you? Just because to see how long I last in about five minutes. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough, especially when you get four on one or. And just the attack. audience alone. Or on vacation, the TV's on, you walk in the room like, oh, Christ! <laughs> yeah. You're diving for the exactly. remote to change it. <laughs> That's why I pretty much keep it on old game shows. Uh, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Everything kind of went, it's gone sideways with opinions and everything else. Everybody just be cool. Why can't we all just sit back and go, yeah, that person, I, what happened to us? We can't just go, I just totally disagree with that. That's dumb. Without everybody having to be suspended from work for periods of time and you think about it this is your learning moment it's like you disagreed with me now if you go off and say brady is a and i hate him and it's holy christ that's an attack there's a difference we used to know the difference we don't anymore. we can't have somebody give an opinion still it's that person's opinion you know it's all it is but it's an attack and those things are a little bit more yeah you know if you say i hate all people of this color i just hate them and i don't think they should work and I think they should always be under the uh, microscope. I think the law should you'd be like, okay, this guy can't be a voice of anything. He can't, <laughs> he can't talk anymore. I understand that because that's dangerous. Like the thing that Trump did, and I always said that the day after the election when I, you know, I wasn't against Donald Trump. I wasn't 100% for him, but he lost me completely when he said it's up to you now to have our, when he said, when he just blatantly said as the president of the United States, the election was stolen. And this is something, our, our country is over. You're scaring the wrong people. And that's a power you wield when you have when you have ears. And it amounted essentially to what went on January 6th. I still don't think that was his fault. That's still the actions of individuals. But yeah. he was not responsible. I thought that was, he completely 100% lost me the day after the election when he cried yeah. about having the whole thing stolen from him. And it was, and it's the end of America. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. There's a better way to do this. You may feel that, but you can't go out and say, everybody, you got to take it back. Because that's what he said. Take it back. Take your country back. It's been stolen. That's a coup. You're calling for a double coup. The one that didn't happen and one that you want to happen because it favors you. It does feel like it laid the groundwork. But that's the difference. Dangerous language we used to recognize. Now it's just like Joe Rogan said something we don't like about, something nobody knows about. Something Fauci's been wrong about a hundred times. Something Trump was wrong about. Something Biden's Biden said: if you got the vaccine, you'll never get sick. Right. He said that back in July. Right. right. He's completely wrong. Completely yeah. wrong. Everybody's been wrong about. Won't it be great in the upcoming election in the war room if they bring that? So far, he's leading the dead vote. Or she's she's a <laughs> right. little bit behind on the dead right. vote. We have new categories: the double vote, the dead vote. <laughs> yeah. That numbers guy on MSNBC yeah. does it, comes out with his whiteboard. Yeah. If these dead counties come in over here. but is it, And I'm guilty of this. I feel like there are voices that are important and voices that aren't. That's why when Ken Jong decided to say, I'll take this masked singer show to an entire level that it's never been and storm out for political reasons, you're like, oh, know your role. You're the masked singer. And then Joe Rogan, who I think actually is an important voice, even though I don't listen because if I do, I'll probably accidentally lift ideas and think I just don't listen to other podcasts because I like things. And I'm like, oh, that's good. And, and the next thing you know, I'll actually say what he said. And that's just not cool. Uh, but, so this new season of Masked Singer, ratings go up or down? 
They'll be the same. They were fine before. Nobody's watching that for political stance. I know. Well, that's why. Everybody, but now, I, I don't know it why kind anybody's, of is now. Look, I don't know why anybody's watching it in the first place. The only interesting thing that's ever happened on that show is Rudy Giuliani taking his hat off. And you're like, wow, that's a reach. And I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, when is that episode? I just want to yeah, see it. I don't the, care about the Ken Jong storm off. I'm like, good guest. That's bucking the trend. I don't know what family cares if Anna Gasteyer comes out from behind the bee hat. But they keep saying it's for kids and families. What kid even knows what's going on with Rudy Giuliani or Margaret Cho or Terry Bradshaw? <laughs> like the, the guests they have are not for eight, 25 and younger. I've never seen TikTokers. I, I don't know who it is. They have to have guessable people. Chris Catan. No one knows who Chris Catan is watching the Mass Nobody no. knows. But he was one of them. Oh, it's, and they were guessing. Oh, I think it might be Chris Catan. Like was, they narrowed it down. I'm like, nobody knows who this is. Rudy Giuliani? I want to hear his song. Oh, so do I, I know. actually. I, I, I forgot that that was the whole reason he's on that show. Yeah, I'm like, singing. why was he cipher the voice? He's a good singer. Yeah. Now I had the time of my life. Please let me say that he was T-Pained on that. Yeah. Oh, oh they auto-tune you. Never felt this way before. Yes, I swear. Oh, it's true. My hair is bleeding. I want to hear him sing. I would die for you. I, if Adele cancels Caesars again, I hope Rudy comes in for a couple of hours. <laughs> this is uh, my tribute to the Rhythm Nation. I learned this in the uh, in my uh, governor's or my uh, mayor's uh, chair. I used to always do this. I'd practice the moves back at home. Janet Jackson videos had me reeling back in the day. I'm in control of all of New York City. <laughs> so I don't, you know, look, the whole place is going nuts. Everybody just needs to take a step back. Just be cool. Someone disagrees with you? Oh, well, that means to me it screams. If someone's disagreeing with you and you're fighting, that you don't really believe the thing you believe. If you're fighting, I, if somebody taught me this years ago and said, if somebody said two plus two is four and you said it's five and you believed it was five, <laughs> the only person fighting is the five guy. The two plus two is four guy's looking at you like, you are an idiot and he is yeah. not going to fight with you. He might explain yeah. it once. But there is such sure, He's not continue to sure foundation. Maybe twice. Yeah, maybe you'll go. Hold on, you're missing it. But it's five. He just wants to be sure that you're actually right. Okay, stating it. Five, it is. Yep. And he'll walk, walk away, away and, and he'll, he'll talk about. I'm dealing with that guy ever again. Yep. Tell all of his friends not to deal with that it's guy the, too. It's the Bronx Tale. Twenty bucks. Oh yeah. You, you never have to talk to this guy again. It's a phenomenal deal. But people who want to scream at you about how right they are are usually not that convinced themselves. I don't care if you think I'm right or wrong. I think it's fun. But I can, like, you know, I thought the pacing idea was great. Brett showed me the error of my ways. You have to step away and go, oh, geez, that's a bad one. Yeah. Somebody says here, hey, John, let's get back to dropping deuces on the golf course this week so these <laughs> yeah. assholes don't come here. <laughs> and this is who we're talking about. Again, this goes full circle back to, like, you want this in our city constant? Right. Because this is who we're inviting in with this weather and this goddamn tournament. Oh, it's so perfect here this week. And these, yeah, act like a Tucsonian. We need T-shirts to print up today. Be a Tucsonian today. And ask yourself this. If it's by, by noon, think, have I taken my street sh- yet? You need to. <laughs> you you got to get, yeah. Shirts. 
I'm, I'm from Tucson. Have I taken a street yet? <laughs> Stu has this for yeah. the win. All week long. And then we'll clean it up. It's waste management. They're going to manage the waste. Just absolutely. WM. WM. Streets. WM. But whatever. You know what I'm getting. It's a BM in the WM. <laughs> the BM open. We can't have this. The weather's too perfect. There's too many weirdos looking to get out of their ruined cities, and they want to bring their ideas here. My friend Thomas taught me that. You know what the worst thing about 1989 is? I'm like, Janet Jackson's album in Toledo Dancing? <laughs> no! That's when the Berlin Wall fell. All those Eastern Europeans came storming over to our freedom with their ideas. And they ruined it. <laughs> they came in with their politics and their garbage. It didn't change overnight, you know. And it ruined it. And now they're all and he believes that. And he's... He's not wrong in a lot of areas. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying thing, he's not, but I mean the whole thing buckled. He's not wrong, but he was like way ahead of. I'm and looking. And he didn't like Hasselhoff doing the whole concert no. on the wall. Hasselhoff was free, Brady. He's a, he's a <laughs> legend. But it brought those Eastern Europeans over, and guess where they put them? Guess what Germany did? Oh, there's a lot of free area up in Scotland, England. Hey, look, all the packies are here. You know where you'd go? England, because France said no. France closed up their borders. Liberal, crazy France said, we can't have this. We can't have your ideas here. And they did it for a while. Going, yeah, that's, that's getting changed. Out of hand. And that, well, now it has, just in yeah. recent couple years. John, you have the power. Call on all these meth heads. I lost my goddamn oh. catalytic converter last week. How about uh, every out-of-state plate loses a catalytic converter this week? Who's Tweakers, you're on call. Alaska. I was just going to say, goddammit, I've never thought I'd ask <laughs> We need you, Tweakers. This is like a South Park moment. All right, everybody gather up the Tweakers. We need them. You guys have a job to do. At every... It's an American job. It's, uh... Damn it. Here we go. Methods mobilize. At every reasonable residence in or long-term stay... Every house in your neighborhood that didn't have a car in front of it with an Enterprise sticker on it last week... Tweakers, we need you to steal those catalytic converters. Go through the parking lots of all the resorts. <laughs> it's not going to be the cars these people brought here. It's going to be the ones they rented. It'll seriously scare them to death. Hang around. Oh, I hate to do this. Tweakers, we need you hanging around Mountain Shadows. <laughs> we need you hanging around the Mona Lucia. A Phoenician. Tweakers, we need you hanging around. We need you begging at Scottsdale Fashion Square. We need you up there at North Scottsdale. Oh, you want a Megan? Kierlin Commons. Kierlin Commons. We need you. We need you, Tweakers. Apache Junction, we've never asked for you guys to come out of your shell. We're begging you to come out. It's like they're handing out here on the corner or on the exit. Get up north. It's like they're handing out the N95 mats. We're going to hand out sawzalls to all these Tweakers. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yes, we're going to give you Dremels and sawzalls. Get to work. The Tweak Nest. (laughs) There you go. You can't go to the open; they'll kick you out. That's going to be heavily guarded. Not going to happen. But most Better of the get time, they get to the go- somebody for eighteen or nineteen bucks with a single golf cart is going to be perusing the <laughs> relatively peaceful grounds of the Mono Lucia. You guys have time. They got a parking garage. It's going to be a little tough. You guys They're are sneaky. Easy to see. They got that yellow light on the top of the golf cart. Tweakers, I guarantee, 10, 12 hits a day without getting caught. You know how much meth is in this for you? If you attack these foreigners, these visitors, these miserable rich white people that are coming here to watch golf and bring their terrible ideas here. It's a brilliant idea. We're calling on all the tweakers of the valley. Tweakers unite!
please. And have a child nearby, too, to make them feel extra liberal and terrible. That's it. He's <laughs> caving in. It reminds us of home. And then get them out. The problem with it is, tweakers, we know that once you get a taste, you're going to be hanging around there a lot more. We need you to leave. We don't know how to do that. They won't remember this announcement. Yeah, but once they get to the Mountain Shadows, they're just going to be there. Mountain Shadows, I'm calling on you not to bring extra security to the... Make it seem normal. (laughs) Act like it's a normal thing. You live here, too. And as much as I love that Mountain Shadows, and I do, goddammit, the shadows are amazing. (laughs) I need you to act like this is a regular occurrence out there on Lincoln. See that house blew up on Lincoln? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't seem normal. No natural gas? No. Somebody did that. Anyhow, maybe tweet. isn't close to you. I don't know what you're talking By about. the way, all visitors listening for the first time, pretty regular occurrence here. Million dollar house just explode for no reason here. Yeah, look it up. It's on Fox 10. Part of the landscape. Form of lightning hit it. Valley fever outbreak. If you've ever cared about this city at all, tweakers, the catalytic converters of rental cars are going to be everywhere. And it's on you. Sawzalls are out. Ha- just drop them right off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what else I know? Inside all those hotel rooms, these rich white women love to wear copper. So <laughs> let's get in those rooms. Gilbert Ortega? Let's get in those rooms. <laughs> it's got to happen. Vader wants me to go back to overnights for a week to assemble the tweakers. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we got to do our part, Brett. From 12 to 5.30, Brett will be calling all tweakers for the next five days, and then you're back to normal. They're out there already. Let's get them to work. I can't have this city fall in the hands of the, the Phoenix Open crowds that are traveling. We used to live in Patsa Robles, California, but that place just gotten such high taxes. We brought our terrible ideas here because we've ruined that city and we haven't wrecked this one yet, so we still got time. You don't want to move here. The scorpions, the rattlesnakes. Oh, they don't, you can't throw that at them because a lot of them have that where they are. You got to kill them with the tweakers. Got to kill them with Mexicans and tweakers. That's what white people are just scared to death of from those rich areas. Rogue ones walking around with gang looks. Sawzalls. <laughs> well, that's Sawzall in a hand. You just know. And cops take a week off. Oh. <laughs> you see a tweaker with a Sawzall? I know how to do. you're just going to be salivating. Like, this is a great one. No, leave them alone. They're doing God's work this week. Son of a... Losing that catalytic converter's got to suck because your oh, car yeah. still makes... It starts and does stuff. Oh, yeah. It's not it doing anything. It's yeah. screaming. You go like eight miles an hour. <laughs> like you're... Like you're I got something under the hood here, man. <laughs> running on burning socks. My catalytic converter go out in a Jeep once, and I can make it to like 35 miles an hour at 8,000 RPMs. I'm like, what is going on? It's just working. Anyway. It's a good call. I don't know who the emailer was. Let's get those tweakers out there for the U.S. Uh, of You rang John. What you need? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Look, get your group together. I'm surprised you're up this early. It's kind of hard, like assembling I them. Yet. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Oh, how are you going to assemble?" All the tweakers do are the same things the other ones do. They're very organized as a bunch. Oh. They, they fall in line. They all steal the same things. They all so it's easy to get to them. To say there's there's crack in this, if you're interested, you got to steal catalytic converter. This convert. guy, uh, it doesn't say what city he works for, but uh, I'm in. Uh, I'll divert some city buses your way. Tell me where to load them up. Drop off city buses. <laughs> Tweak shots. Load them with tweakers to get mobilize them to where Beautiful. we need them. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> you know where to go. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Any place along Lincoln. Mom, <laughs> just just drop them well, Let's not go crazy. I live, I live close. <laughs> let's keep it. Let's keep it. Uh, 
Here are the Gozo. East of 24th Street. Let's just, that's pretty oh. sad. I can keep an eye on that. John, I've been clean off meth for seven years. Get back on. As of cutting. February 8th. But I will do this for you, John. Thank you. I will get high. It'll be a privilege As to of see February 8th. shadow people <laughs> at going back tomorrow. It's going back to his roots. It says seven years tomorrow. Oh, oh. Seven I thought, tomorrow. I thought he was going to start tomorrow <laughs> no. for seven years. That's a, that's a bold plan for its week. <laughs> Got a seven-year itch plan. I'm going to knock it off starting tomorrow. All right. For half a fortnight of years. Is that a thing? I don't know. Fort year. <laughs> John, I just rolled down my window, told a beggar right now, you need to be in Scottsdale where the Waste Management Open is. They're handing yeah. out money like crazy. <laughs> and we can't There's do, gold up look, on them hills. We can't do our part by driving them out there because that's insane. I don't want one to, in my car. But, uh, yeah, definitely roll the window down and give them a buck and say, okay, 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 and then take it right away right when their greedy, grubby, little dirty hands try to take it and say, hey, did you get up to Scottsdale? Head on up there tomorrow. Going up Scottsdale. They're handing out money like candy. And then take the dollar and roll the window up and drive away. This is this is waiting on you in Scottsdale. Let's let's just a sea of disgusting humanity starts walking towards that Phoenix. So Airbnbs, we need catalytic converters cut right out of every card in Airbnb. I hate to do this. We have such a wonderful town. It's going to be too nice, and they're going to want to stay. But we see it in the eyes of people sitting on patios right now. My friends in Chicago, we had dinner with them. And uh, Saturday night, I can barely move. I'm high as a kite, sitting there. And all they kept saying is, we've, we've had dine-in dinner in a restaurant three times in the last two years. We oh haven't gone out indoors. And, and they're like, this is insane to us. Like, there's you guys don't like the masks. What they do in Chicago is when the waitress gets there, she stands away from the table, and everybody puts their mask back on, delivers the food, takes it off. Eats the food, puts it back. I'm like, it's nuts. Like they're and they can't be indoors. They just kind of opened indoor dining, and they can't be. They, they opened up a lot of patios, and the takeaway stuff got good. That's what I didn't understand about. They're California. bringing that here. We went to San Diego at that time, and it's like, all right, you can't dine inside. Here's a tent outside with four right. walls that will put you in with no <laughs> ventilation and everything. You guys can be right here. This is better. You can unzip it. But yeah, it's uh, their ideas are coming. They're coming. The Yanks are coming. Brady, you go F yourself. F you said, Brady, earlier, you said earlier snakes and other wildlife would scare people away. I'm on to you, Bogan. Yeah. You're just trying to attract people like you yeah. here. A yeah. town My full local of Bogans. Safaris. Yeah, town yeah. full of Bogans wandering the street, picking up these <laughs> innocent animals. Yeah. Go F yourself. He's right. Wow. <laughs> Brady was talking to his group. And Brady, we're talking about Ohio. We don't want them here either. For a myriad of reasons. They bring their plants and their weeds and their allergies and their stupidity and their love of Gilbert Ortega art. It's too late. I know they're here. We don't want more of them is what I'm saying. We're all full up. That's it. Anyway. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical trees? All right. We've done our piece. I think we've done our part. We definitely have. For uh, ruining this week's glory. Well, the weather's going to be great this weekend. Screw the waste open, the waste management open. Let's let's go out on the trails. Yeah, let's hit the trails. The boys over there at Action Ride Shop are gonna get you set up at the right gear, oh. the right bikes at the right price. So oh. check them out, actionrideshop.com, as well as Facebook and on Instagram. These douchers are gonna wreck those this week. Oh, too. that's right. Almost good. I can't move right now. Just keep me <laughs> locked in. Uh, so we got a couple for your return. Rat back for more. Yeah. Uh, Airborne back in the game. Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, Hail to the King. Yeah, GNR, Royal That's Blood, Hill of the King. If I'm picking, 
And then we got Nirvana aneurysm for Toledo's NFT talk show. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cypress How long Hill. did that go on? Be honest. Brady, I'm asking you. You don't remember it? I don't know. It was just a story. Yeah. yeah, it was part of the entertainment It didn't go on long. Yeah. It resonated with someone. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Right, uh, Cypress Hill rock star for all those, for all of us to loke up and head up to the uh, Phoenix Open. So, yeah, Cypress Hill's not bad. I don't know. I think Hail to the King is appropriate. Right. I don't know. It seems right. <laughs> I just like that someone else said it. When I was thinking it. It is nice to be here doing something. I'll tell you that. But hey, it's boring. I don't know. I, look, I don't know. I've said it before. I can see how easy it is to get hooked on pain pills when you're in pain. I don't know what... But you, then you're caught in a time warp, aren't you? Well, kind of? I don't know what kind of life you want. Like, when you're just incapacitated regularly. I, I, I couldn't function. Like, there's, I can't do anything. I get tired and sweaty, and, and this is just the prescription stuff. Like, the real street stuff. I don't know what that does. I don't feel good. I just feel like, all right. There was enough. They were like, wow, this is awesome. I never want to leave this. Well, there's been times where, you're like, if you're in a ton of pain and it kills the pain, I get it. You know, and there's surgery pain, and then that gets better every day. If it's just constant pain, I could see where you could get stuck on this stuff because it just takes the pain away. Yeah. And you sleep your life away. I don't get to. That's how I hear. I mean, the stories of people that have gotten addicted on like a uh, knee surgery, right. start on the pain, but the killers, pain never back, stops. Right, back problems. That's because they're just getting rid of the pain for life, and pain yeah. for life sucks. But with surgery, is like every day has been better than yesterday. And not because of the pills. Just, I'm just getting better. I don't know how you live like that. I don't know how you do this for pleasure. I don't know how anybody does this for pleasure. You I, get used to it, bro. Well, well, I guess you do. <laughs> or you just fall into the idea that being awake hurts. Because it stinks. I can't wait. I'm not taking any more of the pain pills. I'm on these heavy aspirin. Done, huh? Oh, I won't do it. I, I got to stop. Because it's just so you can sleep when things are uncomfortable. That's it. And boy, do you. But I don't get it. I... But you know what? I'm going to grind some up this week, and I'm going to get my saws all out, and I'm going to do my part. I don't even know where the catalytic converter is. I'm going to have an engine land on my head. Uh, it's Avenged Sevenfold here. It's Hail to the King. That's for me, I think. Thanks, guys. It's 98KUPD. God smack right there. Ed Sully and I, are. Uh, we got a lot in common, the uh, two of us, using that uh, beauty product from Cindy Crawford, Meaningful Beauty. He's in on it? He swears by it. Wow. It's great stuff. Between not having any more pain in my body outside of the surgery pain and my new relationship with Cindy Crawford's Meaningful Beauty, uh, it's just a better world. Like everything is, uh, like, the, it feels like springtime in my life. I had chronic pain and big pores. Cindy Crawford took care of the pores. I didn't realize that was such a struggle. And then uh, the pain going away is just fantastic. My doctor, who I can talk about now because he's not going to do any more cuts on me unless something terrible happens, and then, eh, it's already happened. His name is Dr. Jekovsky. That is so true. That's such a 70s joke. Like, you know, we do it 70s, like Carol Burnett's second, Dr. Jekovsky, but that's his name. And he comes into the, the last, I saw him on the Tuesday morning surgery tape uh, in my little room, not to the surgery room yet. He comes in, he goes, y'all ready to go? And I'm like, I'll do my part. I, what, lay there? And he just laughs, and I said, are you ready? And he goes, <laughs> and left, and I didn't see him again. <laughs> I didn't see him before or after or anything. Just he went and chopped my hip out. <laughs> Am I ready? This guy. He went back to her and he's like, you know what? 
We're going with a 16-pound sledge yeah. today. Yeah. No yeah. eight-pound. <laughs> of course, this kid. Smart ass. Old Joukowsky doesn't deal with that kind of garbage. <laughs> I asked him if he was already as kind. You to throw it back at me. I'm always ready. I am God. And then I, I guess after every single surgery, just he bellows. Joukowsky! Everybody's like, ooh, next. He's good. That dude's solid. Like, you just know you're in good hands with certain people. He pops in the room. You're like, okay, this dude is confident. He knows what he's doing. He's done a billion of them. You're like, are you ready? Are you? <laughs> I'll see you in the room. Asshole. <laughs> like, this dude knows his stuff. He's not tolerating. But, uh, yeah, thanks to him and all the folks at the core. That, it's been it's eye-opening, Brady. I've had dumb chronic pain for can't even count how many years. Didn't even know. Dealing with a bunch of stuff. I woke up Tuesday afternoon and all the stuff that had been bothering me outside of surgery pain was gone. And I know when I got my left one fixed, I'm like, hey, that's better, but I still had trouble. uh, It's unreal. Like, the difference is unreal. I feel like I have a, it's a brand new feeling. I I can't explain it. If if you've got chronic pain, stop. You don't have to. It's insane. Because it's gone. Like, the only thing I've got now is the incision and the swelling. That gets better every day. All the weird pain, all the, the mobility stuff, it's different. It's just gone. And I've had it for ages, getting up and down saying off the that You don't realize how much it wears mentally, physically. It tore me just apart. Ask a veteran about that. Not to tell you. No, you're 100% right. I can't imagine those yeah. guys and what, like the things they're going through Chronic and why, why they have so many mental issues yeah. with veterans. Not only the things they saw and went through, but the pain they're back yeah. with. Like, and it's, they and have it, no answers. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it messed with my head for a long time. And it's just this weird kind of, for the first time, not waking up feeling like, all right, what hurts? What's, what's wrong? You don't ask yourself what's wrong first thing. That's all. Oh, I can't do that. It's crazy. So I, I, I look forward to the swelling going away and, and testing everything I can test. I what's the timeline? Oh, it's it's going to be better than the last one because I'm already ahead of the last one. Probably I don't know, two, three weeks, all the surgery stuff will be pretty painless. And then I'm already in PT. So just start getting to work and Did the bust angry my ass. nurse come in to get you walking? No, it was a different nurse this time. No. The angry nurse wasn't there this time. Very kind lady. Uh, anyway, it's crazy. So I highly recommend it. Thanks to everybody who was in my corner for this thing. It's pretty great. The Core Institute, I swear to you, it's just one one pro after another just knocking me through this. Uh, Brady, it's time for you uh, to give all the news that only Brady knows. And it's, of course, big game week at Hooters. You can kill all the big game you want at Hooters. My favorite week. <laughs> I love big game week. Uh, you plans to hang out with the Hooters girls for hot wings and cold drink specials. And plus, uh, watch the big game. Just evidently on Sunday, just elk, all sorts of just wandering through Hooters. You can watch it on a, a no limit, none, none at all. As much big game as you want. <laughs> Show up early. A sixty-five inch television uh, is right there. You can win it, and you must be present to win it. You got to go to Hooters and find out all that info. Check it out at Hooters.com as well. But big game week at Hooters starts today. Uh, you can go there and find out what they got for you. Hooters brings you this. Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Send a Card to a Friend Day. A car? A card. Oh. People still do that? Why? I just report it, man. What about a text? (laughs) 
We got two postcards actually yesterday. For what? From Lisa's stepmom. I don't know. They made postcards anymore. Yeah. She's that age. That, Is she in jail? I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. Things are well. <laughs> Wish you were here. Food's okay. Well, that, they were about to talk, but you know, still uh, a postcard. Oh well, no, those are nice. She those are well wishes. Chin check a couple. Number. She's got everything. I know, but still, it is nice yeah. to have a tangible thank you or condolence. They had a dog that passed. Can't stand the ankles next to me. <laughs> <laughs> couple of uh, baseless fun facts. Spiked and studded dog, dog collars date back from the days of the ancient Greeks, who would give their sheepdogs sharp spiked collars to protect their necks from wolves while they watched their sheep. Try to bite into that wolf. There have been 12 presidents who were fluent in Latin. That makes it the most common second language of presidents. Greek is the next most popular with eight. But it's not as prevalent now. The last president to be fluent in another language was FDR. What about George Bush? Didn't he, he speak Spanish? He was fluent in French and German. I don't think he was fluent in... He wasn't? I don't think he was fluent in English. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was, uh, I was flu... I had fluidity in a lot of languages. Por favor, como se dice burrito? <laughs> Sir, you don't need that for burrito. How do you say it, though? You're doing it. In Spanish. The first chocolate bar was made in 1847, and my great-great-great-grandfather enjoyed it. Okay. It uh, Up to that point, chocolate was just a drink. Whoops, why do you say your grandfather enjoyed it? I was kidding. He had the first chocolate bar. Oh, oh, I, I was just going to. Assumption that all bogans are you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got you. I'm on drugs. <laughs> I love that experience. Yeah, it was, I, got, I got drugs coursing through my veins. Veggie burgers were invented at roughly the same time as hamburgers. They both showed up in cookbooks in the late 1800s. Veggie one burgers? clearly won out. Yeah. I think that one came out because they had no choice. Well, because one was good. <laughs> in the 1800s. Yeah, in the 1800s, you didn't have that many doing cows. whatever you could. <laughs> yeah. Dirt burgers were in the cookbook, too. <laughs> Let alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably the... Uh, you know, they didn't have a very good birth rate back then, so pick up the pieces. Dead mother burgers were probably. <laughs> Aquabortion burgers. Well, oh, the baby was in the well again. I mean, Aquabortion burger baby special. If you are a mask wearer, here's some good information for you. Scientists found uh, they used seven different uh, types of masks and saying what gets the best seal on the mask because you just can't put it on right. in order to protect everything. The most effective um, is putting pantyhose over your head. Put the mask on and put the pantyhose on. When you said putting pantyhose, I almost threw up. (laughs) (laughs) Putting. Yeah, putting. Pantyhose. Okay. Because they tried um, the gauze, stuffing the sides with gauze, and then the other one would be mummy style, wrapping the gauze around the mask. Hey, I got an idea. If you're that worried, don't go outside anymore. Don't Ever. see people. Ever. Don't worry. If you're putting gauze and tape around your mask, you're suffocating yourself. Put socks in your in your mouth, a couple French fries in your nostrils, and you're done. Why are you, if you're that worried, don't go out. Be cool. Everybody's being cool about Zoom meetings. Have more of those. I gotta tape this onto my face. Not sure if you watched the open ceremonies on Friday, I the tried. Olympics. It was tough. What a bore. Here are the top. Questions we're Googling about the Winter Olympics. 
What country is ROC in the Olympics? Uh, the Russian Olympic Committee. Yep. Wow, nailed it. I would have guessed Russia, but because Russia's know the not other allowed team. in. Right, I didn't know. What the but other the Russian team. Olympic Committee is. It's the stupidest penalty of all time. Where is Mike Tirico broadcasting the Olympics from? He's in China. He was just he was. there for yeah. the opening ceremony. He, he leaves back? this week. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he'll uh, back to cover the Super Bowl, and then he'll cover the Olympics still in uh, is my, L.A. Is my Google question on there? Is it okay to laugh at the word Uyghur? Yes. <laughs> okay. They, I love the beginning of the opening ceremonies. They're like, we don't want to politicize the Olympics or make anything about this. Mike Tirico here live at the opening ceremonies with a scholar of political science. <laughs> and a, and the other person was a, uh, a professor of all things China and the things they've done wrong. And they didn't want to politicize anything, but let's talk about how bad they the are. political treating. ramifications of everything that's going on. They just sided uh, with Russia on the Ukraine thing. Here's that's, a country that's just getting ready to invade another country. Yeah. They got 32 athletes. <laughs> Here's Ukraine. Half of them will be dead in a year. <laughs> anyway, they we might, don't want to politicize. They might be here for a while. We're here for the fun and games of the Olympics. Let's turn to our political expert and see what's wrong with this place. Another question was how many countries are in the Winter Olympics? 84. I'm and if you watched in the opening ceremonies, which I probably did about 15 or 20 minutes, the march of the different countries. Parade of Nations. Yeah, the Parade of Nations. There was... At least 10 that had one one person. Yeah. And another 20 that had two. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the ones that have one, they were born here and they, yeah, they, they migrate because yeah, they'll make the Olympics. They'll do whatever. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, they still grease up that Tongan, though, from that one island. In the frozen you come out Tongan. Out 20 you degrees with out, it yeah. without a shirt on? Every, every single wow. Olympics now, they're going to have a greasy Tongan come out holding the flag. <laughs> and women will be allowed to swoon and be weird. What events are on tonight? It's a popular one on Google. You can check out NBCOlympics.com if you have those questions. What's on TV is a Google search. (laughs) You got a guy. Uh, Here's the uh, a study found the grossest sounding words in the English language. Moist. Yeah, that's whatever. Number four. It's it's, it's always on there. Panties. Um, Panties is not in the top ten. Your top ten. Uh, curd, like a cheese curd. I don't mind. Um, Period. Period. No. <laughs> Ooze, mucus, fester. Everything about a period. Splooge. <laughs> moist. Yep, all of it. Seepage. <laughs> Everything's words ah. that describe periods. Phlegm. <laughs> yep. Pus. What'd I say? A few that ranked, uh, that didn't make the top ten were right there were discharge, loogie, secrete. Come on. <laughs> Diarrhea snot congeal. Oh. Diarrhea snot one word? No. Oh. Diarrhea snot bad man. That's bad. It's great man. It's Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> There's this woman near Vancouver, British Columbia, named Bethany Coker, and she found a bunch of mud in the driver's side of the seat of her car last week. Didn't know where it came from. She usually leaves her car unlocked because Canada. <laughs> she assumed a, a homeless guy slept in it. Anyway, she decided to start um, locking it from now on because of the mud and steam cleaned the whole seat. Uh, Then cut to three days later when she went to put something in her car at work and realized someone was hanging out in her trunk. Ew. She noticed the windows were fogged up. Then she was putting something on her passenger seat when she heard a voice say, Hey, 
she uh, looked over and saw the guy's face through the hole that leads from the trunk to the yeah. passenger. The armrest came, for came down. For skis? Yeah, for yeah. skis or uh, a two-by-four that you bought sure. at Home Depot to get home. <laughs> to get home in your Honda. Yeah. And uh, found out, uh, oh, the guy told her, he says, um, he told her it was his rite of passage and that he was the son of the Pope. So at that point, she flipped out, grabbed a co-worker, they called 911. You've got him dead to rights. He's locked in your trunk. You go get the, uh, that two-by-four for that car you bought, and you just start bashing it into <laughs> yeah. that hole. Sure, you decide, let, send him here to the open. We'll take him. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll take, take him, him for Actually, a week. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> He's Phoenix's own now. This is surprising, but it turned out the guy has issues. Huh. Oh, um, no. He'd been drinking. He thought someone was chasing him, so he climbed in her trunk. And he had been there for three days. And he's squeezing it in and out of that hole to sleep at night and then get back in in the morning? Didn't freeze to death. The cops say he's uh, getting the help that he needs now. Who cares? He's Even a nice jail. man, buddy. Yeah. He was in a close I didn't mean no days. harm, eh? He's the Pope's son, right? Bethany says the craziest part of this is when she realized she'd been driving around with him while running errands the past three days. Just Never made a peep. Good on him. That's a good roommate. Yeah, well, you go back in and you... You stab that hole. You reach in there and you start cutting them up. Or you shoot. I'm, anybody gets stuck in my trunk for longer than a day and I find them, they're not coming out of there getting mental health. There's going to be some hospitalization before that for the beating they take from that little ski hole in my car seat. <laughs> a guy named Adam Castle got stopped by the police last Monday in Richmond, Kentucky. He knew he was in trouble. He recently failed to show up in court for drug trafficking charges. So he knew there were warrants out for his arrest. Decided to give the cops a fake name. He claimed his name was Stephen Clemens. So they ran the name through the system. <laughs> Thought, I'm going to get off on this, but uh, ended up Stephen Clemens had warrants out for his arrest, too. Then he came clean. Said, no, I'm not Stephen. <laughs> I'm Adam. I'm Adam Castle. I'm the guy. So his alias had warrants. Pick a cleaner. A Home Depot employee in Tempe, Arizona, not sure if you heard about this story, was swapping out nearly 400000 in real money with fake bills he bought on Amazon. Whoa. His name is Adrian Pinata. 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 Pin- yeah. Yep. And Don't he, laugh uh, at that, Brett. Don't act like that's no bad. Pinata. Come on. It was very racist to Brady to call him Adrian Pinata. I say he was stealing money. <laughs> He was a vault associate associate at the store, meaning that he was in charge of counting the money and taking it to the bank. What was his name again, Brady? Burrito Pinata. Burrito Pinata. Typical. Gordito. Burrito Pinata. Adrian Canasta was his name. <laughs> Mexi Melt Pinata. He'd been doing it the past four years, swapping That's the dough. good. Uh, Adrian bought the fake money on Amazon. A pack of 100 fake $100 bills cost around $9. He bought more than 3,700 fake 100s. And 22 orders over the past few years, totaling $371,000 in fake money. And no one noticed. It's pretty good ROI. That's really good. <laughs> the serial number on the bills actually said play money. And nobody noticed this. It's unclear how long... Uh, they were on to him, but Home Depot has video of him making 16 swaps. Wow. And the banks didn't He was arrested last week. 
admitted to stealing the money. He's agreed to pay it all back. Well, yeah, take his money. I got it. I got that in the safe. Follow me. I'll pay it back. <laughs> yeah, if they're saying that's what they found. All right. Look, I can write you a check right now. All right, Pinata, we're on to you. You guys are dicks. It's not my name. All right, let's follow him to his house. Just listen for the music. There he is. That's his. <laughs> oh, it's another Mexican restaurant, sir. He's in there. Hey, Pinata. This money with a, what is that? Pancho Villa on the front of it. It's not cashing. You guys quit following me around. Hey, Pinata. Brady says you've been doing this for two years, and we're too stupid to figure it after, after you get away with it for two years. Holy for holies, this guy's a crook. <laughs> hey, look, I think I found his other house. Another Mexican restaurant, sir. Hey, he's in there. Just go in the kitchen. Hey, get it. He's back there. Passing fake bills. We're on to you, Pinata. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever, Pinata. So how long? You said two years? Four years. Four years he's passing money that says play money on the front of it. Yeah. And that one person who got changed said, hey. I think he skims it. I, I think these are deposits. Okay. Nobody so maybe he takes it from the bank, brings in the deposit. They figure out, oh, there's there's a couple of fake bills in here. I'd get a new bank. Let's find out where it's going from. But so this investigation has been years? going on. Yeah. I'd get a new bank. Those idiots too. can't yeah. figure it out. Yeah, I, I got to figure that there's somebody in in the aftermath of this that has to be. Well, you're wondering if uh, people at the uh, register are taking the fake bills or not. But it's a, it's up to the manager of that Home Depot at the end of the night. Then that, that would be a red flag right away. I would think each but. individual cashier doesn't have a drop at the bank. It goes to a manager and he puts it all in one bag. And right. They have a drop. But now you're trying to figure out is someone coming in and using these bills to pay, and we're not catching it. Sure. But if so, it's for four years... It took him four years. And then you start turning the cameras on your employee. He's a pretty good employee outside of this. It's four years employed. He's pointing the fingers at everyone else. All right, which one of you? If you could tolerate his music, that pinata gets things done around here. What's up pinata's ass today? <laughs> I don't know. Get him over in lumber. He knows his way around that like nobody's business. <laughs> watch him take a trench? It's amazing. Here's some play money. You're not even lying about it. Appreciate that, Pinata. <laughs> God damn it. This is amazing. This and guy. that would be the funny thing is he got that. I got $400 of this money. It's like, where'd you get it? From a Pinata. Oh, that makes sense. You bash Pinata, <laughs> gives out fake bills. That's fun. A guy in Charlottesville, Virginia named Jalen Taylor decided to buy over 250 lottery tickets. Every single one was a winner. He uh, back in November he bought 104 pick three tickets for a single drawing. Used the same three numbers on every ticket. Nine six zero. Those uh, then those numbers hit the $500 jackpot, and he won it 104 times for a total of 52,000. But the part that's even crazier is last month he decided to go in and do it again. He bought 160 tickets. With the numbers five four two, won a second time, walked with eighty grand that time. Nice total one hundred thirty two thousand dollars. There's two times with the same numbers. That's pretty good. Is it worth the risk? That's like what I've been doing with the uh, FanDuel, is taking a Suns game and betting ten dollars on every single player to hit the first pass. Every single because one. if you hit one, you get it's one. a wall. Well, you come out on top, or it doesn't add up all the time. It depends on who hits it. Like Jay Crowder was plus eight fifty the other day. 
Mikhail Bridges was plus 1,100. So I bet all the Suns, first basket, I think DeAndre Ayton was lost. So if you get one of the lower ones at 10 bucks, you get $110 if Mikel hits it, 75 if uh, Crowder hits it. But if you do 10, 7 to 10, because I'm betting on the other team too, yeah. somebody's going to get you. And if it's the minus 250 guy, you just blew 90 bucks. But sometimes when they hit, that's why I try to pick two, put 100 on each one. I lost $300. Stupid Washington Wizards. Here's the antique roadshow story of the day. This happened in uh, in Germany, but this guy went to a yard sale, and there's a a paint. Oh, it's not even a painting; it's a sketch, a sketching of uh, of a woman in the Renaissance era, mm. and it just looked like a pencil sketching, maybe the daughter. You had one of those of Salvador Dali in your yeah, garage. I did. Gave it back to the guy who gave it to you as payment for doing nail work. Gave the guy 30 ah, bucks for it. What happened to him? Um, Did he go full... Stro- uh, uh, you he know. stroked out. He stroked out. <laughs> he go full special like the guy you screwed? <laughs> he did. This uh, ended up being um, a painting from 1528. Uh, uh, a sketching. Drawing? Yeah, drawing from 1528. Um, a German artist, one of the most famous um, during the Renaissance period. Um, his name was Dürer. The last name, and the thirty dollar purchase is now worth ten million dollars. A thirty dollar pencil drawing that somebody just had in their garage. Albrecht Dürer is the uh, German artist. Imagine what your Salvador would be worth. Yeah, no kidding. You gave up on that Salvador dollar. You don't know, Brady. Don't shake your head like that. Not ten million. Well, no, but maybe someday. Could be a hundred grand. Yeah, you gave it back. God, I still love that story. It was the right thing to do. It was not no, the right wasn't. thing to do. Lady, <laughs> The lady took something out of her own garage to pay a bill she hadn't paid. There's the said, problem. Here. It was a lady. And Ladies don't have rights no, to no, that. No, no, no. It's you're the problem. It's the man's decision. You're a barter guy. <laughs> and that people feel like they don't have to give you a And American I wasn't even money. in on the barter. I know, but they feel like you're, you've created barter system at your house. So instead of giving you money for a service, they gave you those... This drawing, and I think this might be worth a thing. It's Salvador Dali. It's garbage. It's been in our garage. It was supposed to be in an auction. Raps on the door a few days later to get it back. No. And you gave it back. I told him I sold it already. Uh, Me too. Sorry, sold it. Did you see the new car? You're an (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Gave it back. GoFundMe campaigns for medical bills. Someone did a research on all of the ones that people try to do here in the States. Less than 12% of the campaigns GoFundMe met their goals. No kidding. Yeah. So, well, that's because every idiot in the world is throwing something up. Like there's they're a few jacking that, up yeah, high? Well, 12% hit their mark because there's 5,000 people going, I want to buy spaghetti tonight to see if people will send them money. And they put like $20 and nobody will send them a penny. Let's get to some radio videos. Got a couple of... Uh, Quality drunk videos. Uh, Which one do you want to start with? Let's start with the uh, um, lady doing the cardboard sled. You know, lays down the cardboard down to go down the hill, grass hill. Oh, yeah. These are gold. Tries to do the uh, belly slide. It's a quick one, real quick. She goes off the cardboard, I imagine, fairly quickly. 
It's from uh, the Snail Master. Well, she's not a beast. She's just not smart. <laughs> I mean, that's God. just... She tries to jump onto oh, the cardboard that's, that's stationary. Which and then just jumps believe. into the... She just face plants herself into the ground. That's... She overshoots it from jump. Aunt yeah. Nancy. Aunt Nancy. No, don't. Oh, Aunt Nancy. Face. Oh. oh. <laughs> this is Toledo practicing the Rhythm Nation move. 100%. <laughs> You're not wrong. Next one's at a club. And the girl tries to get up in the uh, little pulpit with the other guy to dance, do some sexy dancing. What'd you call it? A pulpit. Pulpit. Is club, that what it's called? The club pulpit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think it describes it pretty good. Yeah, everybody it looks like it. No, I just didn't know that's what that was called. It's not. Oh, okay. It's a Bradyism. He's in the pulpit. <laughs> dragging a beautiful lady up into the little go-go dancer well. Let me get her. Oh, oh, no. She fell 10 feet. Is she dead? Oh, she's no, out. She landed on the rubber bar mats. No, I'm that's not so even, sure she that's did. That's even worse. She beast, she's a beast. Is she a beast? A bit of a beast. Whoa! Look too she was saved by a bottle of Jaeger. Look, look again. I don't see beast. Right here, look. Right there. But man, oh, it's a little thick. Man okay. bump saved yeah. her. It's not yeah. Lizzo or anything, no. but... Uh, yeah, standard oh, of beast is changing. <laughs> Lena Dunham wasn't up there. She fell on a rack of glasses. Oh, yeah. She's not happy. That's great. Landed on the bar mat. That's even worse. She's useless forever. Oh, yeah. The last one is a WM Open. What you're going to be seeing this week a lot. Let me guess. A lot of women searching for husbands. This is on your way to the Uber line or trying to get into the. Careful, the the language. Oh, drunks. (laughs) This guy. Drunk guy trying to get steps forward and can't. He battles it. He looks like E from Entourage. <laughs> he he's in reverse. Two steps back. No, he's got, he's got forward about momentum. How many he's times back. he handles the curb? <laughs> he's got forward momentum. It's not pretty. He's working his way. He walks like me without a cane. Look at his lean. <laughs> I know. Dress shoes, no socks. He's kind of goose stepping now. Yeah, you're going to see this all weekend at the Open. We need more of those people at the Open to keep the foreign weirdos. Oh, he's all the way going. I don't know if he makes it through, but... There were about... One more time. Here you go. 12 or 13 whoa, steps. Whoa, One, once on the curb. Like, he's trying to go backwards. But he's trying to go forwards, but his steps go backwards. Like, 13 steps to get the first one forward. And I don't think I've ever seen that drunk before. I'm impressed, though. He, yeah. He's even on and off the curb, like, five, six times. That's what a good pair of dock yeah. will do. Well done. Brett, do you have one? Oh, yeah. This one came in. Uh, this is an uh, honorable mention from... Yeah. Uh, Brent Crandall. Oh, no. No, this is good stuff. It's good, but it's not. I saw this one. This is a girl's getting hurt, right? Yes. Okay. And this is a this is a good one. So it's a, there's family in all their sweatpants, and they're throwing a girl who's doing the splits into the air to do a trick, and she oh, doesn't. Oh, no. And they throw their daughter directly oh. onto her head. <laughs> yeah. They wore funny, bright outfits, and they trained and trained to get their daughters. That's like a, almost a scorpion, too, isn't it? Oh, it's worse than a scorpion. Oh, yeah. It's that's a, a long neck. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's, that's a, that's a oh. broken neck or spinal injury. She's limping. split scorpion. Call Dr. Jack. She pees in a cup. <laughs> oh, she eats through a straw. Do you think Dr. Jakowski can yeah. help that? Oh, of course. He's going to have to. Both hips are gone, and that whoever does the straw into the esophagus to make her eat. <laughs> At least two inches shorter after that. Good work, kid. But I like that they're like, put your funny clothes on. Let's go do our dance. And they throw this girl in the air and doesn't, doesn't complete the move. Which is why I watch Olympic ice skating for that very move right there to happen. Johnny, oh, there are a couple of wipeouts yesterday. I realize I watched Olympic ice skating years ago for the fails, not for their injuries. 
But what I really like is when they almost get one and one of them hits it and the other doesn't in pairs and their hand touches or something like that or they wobble. And inevitably you see the one that hits it. Like they realize the last four years of their lives have been ruined. <laughs> I've wasted all my time. Last it's night, over now. The couple from the ROC on the 20 seconds left in the routine for the gold medal. He's doing the uh, has her lifted above his head. And he folds. He catches a blade, and they both collapse. I can't believe oh, gold. she was just. She was know, doing her part. It's his fault. It would have been the curb stomp. Her fault. Great stuff. And I like that the ROC makes me think of the DOC. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like the DOC to have a team in the Olympics, too. Uh, there you go. That is your Brady Report. Brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. It's 98 KU. What the hell's going on? KUPD. There you go. Would Brady do? Hmm? Brady and I just talked about the Tinder swindler. I walked in at the end of that conversation. It sounds pretty good. I'm it's, it's all right. It's interesting. It's a, it's a documentary on Netflix. It's a documentary. I guess that would be a documentary. Sure. And it's about ladies who went on Tinder to find love. The couple of them from Sweden and one from... Euro Tinder. Euro Tinder. And the girls find a guy... And he's a, uh, the Prince of Diamonds. He's this uh, son of a diamond Superman. And he's got his pictures on his thing, him on, like, private jets. And he's looking the part, and one's like, ooh, I saw him. And I thought, yeah, yeah, he's so good. And then, so he's like, meet me, at, I'm in your town, meet me at this place. And it's a beautiful, you know, five-star hotel. Comes out of the uh, elevator, and she's like, oh, my God. She's in love he immediately. better in person. He's like, puts her on a private plane that night, flies her someplace else. She bags nice. him. Like, just totally gives up her vagina like that day. Nice. It's just that the hostage has been released immediately. And it turns out he's been uh, swindling like nine or ten girls at a time for ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a poke to pay for this lifestyle. So he's got another girl who's like, look. Uh, More than that, he started uh, running. Yeah, I mean, it was. Oh, he ran some big numbers. Yeah. But he's probably averaging out about a hundred grand a girl. Yeah. And he's probably got a few of them going. Any so it's like time. Joe Millionaire, just to get the broke dick up there. Yeah, and, but he's wow. fooling women with the, the lifestyle. And they're like, what a jerk. And I'm like, you liked him for the money and got bit. I didn't feel sorry for any of them, did you? Not really. No. Only the, one that, was... the one that was, the like, she wanted to just be his pal and hung out with uh, him and his girlfriend that one time. That, yeah. You know, that three-weight up. It's interesting. And it does get to the point where, man, they just don't see it. Do you see what's happening yeah. here? The and dude's then... a thief. And yeah. There, there's nothing good about him. I'm not saying he was his... right. Living were, the Blazarian lifestyle. I mean, with two well, buddies. He's playing the part, too, of what women will fall for. And yep. He's just like, F him. He's got no conscience. So he's like, I got no conscience on this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and make it seem like this is a lifestyle you will be leading. And uh, you'll eat it alive. And they do, like the first day. Like, there's wow. no buildup. There's no work for it. And the one girl's like, he was a little too short for me. But I still hung around because I like the private jets. I like the trips. Oh. I like the stuff. And you you got some perks out of it. You used him. And then at the end when he's like, hey, I've got this thing going on. They put a freeze in my accounts. Can can you open a credit card? I'll get you a hundred grand and just get a loan for like 50 grand on that thing and pop it over to me real quick. I got to get out of this thing today. And they're like, sure, because he's shown them he's got tons of money. Then he'll he'll give him a fake job. and He started cutting checks that he's like, I gave you the money. It's not going through. You figure it out. I don't understand. The money's in the bank. It's, and then what he gets sentenced to 15 months, serve five, and he's back at it. Now yep. his Facebook account is basically him with Dom Perignon on private jets. He's, and he's doing nice. a dating a model yeah. right now. There's two. 
Yeah, he's doing it again because he's like, this this story never ends. No matter no. how, you can Google him. What's his last name? Liev? Yeah. Uh, Lievev? L-I-E-V-E-V or something like that? But he's, uh, yeah, just do the Tinder swindler. He comes up first. And, Simon? Or and he's there? still getting a bunch of chicks to like him because that story never dies. He's not lying to me, and he's rich, so I'm just going to pretend it didn't. It's great. Well, apparently he's no longer on Tinder, but he's out there. Oh, he's out there. I don't think Tinder allows him. And by the way, before we get to what would Brady do, breaking local news, uh, there's something going on with Kyler Murray. Uh, He is, I just got a, my, my, actually Anthony from Eric's Family Barbecue, by the way, has the Temptations playing his Super Bowl party. Don't know how it happened. What? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how it happened either, but out there if you're interested for a Super Bowl thing, the Temptations are going to be. I think the Temptations are like, ooh, ooh, that's good barbecue. And like, well, you're the Temptations. We sure are. Can I hire you for Sunday? For free food. And th- so they're going to be singing and dancing at, at uh, Eric's Family Barbecue on Sunday. Nice. Back in the corner. But he just texted me and said, Kyler Murray has uh, basically wiped his IG and his uh, social media accounts of all things Cardinals except two posts. All things Cardinals have been scrubbed from his, and he unfollowed the Cardinals. And I, I know that's a big yeah. deal for people his age. The unfollow is a breakup. That's a breakup. Is he traded? And the the rumor mill was saying. Well, I've heard a few things about just just whispers of uh, New Orleans. The Steelers have been. Are they in? Look, I'll tell you this, Cardinal fans. You guys might be down on them, but remember when you didn't have them because you guys said how quickly you forgot Josh Rosen and all the rest of that gang. And, uh, and where you are now compared to where you were before that kid got here, I'd gladly take Kyler Murray off your hands if you're going to. Steve Kime, the worst GM in football, will knee-jerk and throw this. That's all that's on his page now. But he scrubbed his whole account, and it's him with Oklahoma and him at the Pro Bowl. So all of it's gone, and nobody knows. But it's that's telling. In this day and age, with a guy his age and this generation mm-hmm. of player, that is a big uh, – that's an announcement of – of being unhappy. Yeah. Let's see who he's following here still. That's him saying stuff without having to say a thing. And he threw three touchdowns yesterday in a Pro Bowl that should be canceled, but don't know what's going on. But if they're dumb enough to trade Kyler Murray because they're he just can't get us over the hump. He just can't get us over the hump. Gotcha to your coach might be the problem. He's the one who's never won games at the end of a season. The yeah. coach, but not the beard. Oh, the beard is different. Yeah, we're parting with with Kyler because uh He's posing a little bit uh, of a threat to my puss intake. <laughs> it's like a little pube that won't shave off. You got to pluck him. Cutting in on his deal. I don't know. That's a big announcement there. That ain't normal. So we'll keep our eyes on that. But hey. Do they have to write a big check for him? Or is that already passed? The whole, I mean, I don't know if they have. It's coming up. They picked up his fifth year option already. Yeah, of course. Maybe that's, that's why. That maybe he's upset. He'll, he, now's the time to negotiate. Yeah, maybe he's upset. So like, we're not going until the end of next year. They might have told him. People I mean, are that saying would be, because Josh Allen got his big deal at the end of his third year because he had a great Well, season. speculation would be his agents like, hey, if they're not going to pay you now, don't risk it. Uh, and there's truth to that. Like, if you're – if you've Sure. Look, if you've done what he's done to a franchise, everybody loves Kyler Murray until a couple of bad games or two years in a row where the team's – Sunk, and it isn't necessarily all on him. But uh, the quarterback's not the one you blame. Merchandise that is not the one you blame. He had a couple of boneheaded plays in that playoff game, but so did the rest of that team, starting with your coach. So, Cardinals, you guys want to knee jerk away and start throwing that kid over to Pittsburgh? 
Okay. New Orleans? Okay. Get him with a coach that's that's proven? God forbid I say it, but like a guy like Belichick ended up with Kyler Murray before he got Mac Jones? He'd have leapt on that deal. I've been saying it for a couple years. He's everything they want Lamar Jackson to be. He's a pocket passer. He's smart. I mean, he turned into Lamar Jackson in that playoff game when yeah. he got frazzled and threw terrible pass after terrible pass. But that was his first time in a big game. Is it a trend? We don't know. It's his first playoff game. Cardinal fans are quick to jump off the man. Oh, he's just not the one. Do you remember 3-13? and 13? Do you remember Josh Rosen? Do you remember all those quarterbacks before that? You guys had Sam Bradford on a $40 million a year deal. Are you crazy? Kyler Murray is the one. Stick to that. Give him a couple more years and negotiate up. If he wants eight eight years on his contract for $10 million more per year, I don't know what he's making. I'm probably going to be close to 15 20 Well, maybe not on that rookie deal. I don't think he's making that yet. I'll pay him. <laughs> Idiots. Anyway, it's time for what would Brady do. Would you trade Kyler? Yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. That's what bad franchises do. That's why Brady's a Bengals fan. You'll see him in the Super Bowl this weekend. Then you got to wait 30 years. <laughs> then you get Achilles Smith in the middle of that and all these other people. You Oh, boy. Only for his happiness. That's the reason why I do it. Bad franchises do dumb things with good players. You know how you got the Andre That's Hopkins? Why. You know how you got the Andre Hopkins? Because a bad franchise said, you know what we could do with it? They did nothing with it. Oh, Cardinals. Anyway, it's brought to you by our friends at MP Guns on 12th Street and Indian School MP Guns. All the ammunition you'd ever need, all the gun stuff you'd ever want, and all the experts standing in line helping you out. MP Guns, it's right there on 12th Street and Indian School in their brand new, beautiful facility. Check out the Morning Sickness AK 47 proudly on display at MP Guns. All right, ready? Ready. Uh, dear Brady, this is one Brett gave me. I didn't read it all the way through, I just read the first line. All this right, this yeah, is a well, good one. I figured it would work. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have this problem. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm too horny. I have sex with my girlfriend constantly, but I still have the need to get the pee. And now it's from other women. Additionally, I love butt stuff. And he spells butt wrong. <laughs> he's, too, he's too horny to put that extra T in there. Uh, uh, I love butt stuff. Oh, on me when the moment is happening. I'm just wondering, in your old age, can you give me wisdom on how to calm the beast? Brady, Kurt wants you to help him calm that sex beast. Remember how you did it? <laughs> Brady, the answer is easy. I got married. <laughs> calm the sex beast, Brady. Um, for uh, some people, age can sl- can yeah. slow you up a little bit. But you, I-, I would say for you, the way it is, I wouldn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, probably a good idea. That's because, probably great advice. Um, you'll just, I mean, it's it, it, with everyone, it's different. But you'll know. You'll get to a certain point like, you know what, I think I've... Did you ever have a time in your life you're like, I am too horny? You were an ass clown for a little while, but that was more pure pressure. Yeah, no, I never, felt, I never felt that. Like, oh, we man, pushed you I won't be able to... To be one. I'll always be, um, you know, looking for strange on my girlfriend right now. <laughs> Not even that so much. But when you were an ass clown, yeah. you had the two for specials going. They weren't girlfriends, but you had a couple you doubled up brief. on. It was brief. It was brief. I just two I in felt a day. like Brady was pimping up. Well, he, got, he got mad at me. He called me once. I'm, I'm not that guy. Yeah, two in a day because me and JJ and a couple other guys were putting some heat on Brady to be an ass clown. 
And he did it. Man did it. He pulled it quick. Where's the problem? Doubled up today, and I feel like a real dick. <laughs> I think it was because it was like a Valentine's Day love day. And he gave a lot of love out. That's the time to do but it. But he was mad at himself because he's a moral character. And we laughed and laughed. Like, what are you thinking? You're going to get stabbed. You guys are dicks. But you were never. Well, what I didn't like about it was the crossover that you have to have two. You have to have a separate game going, and there's sure. and there's deception involved. Oh, it's crazy! You're gonna get. You're worried that they're and gonna pay like, you. I'm not good at this. You yeah. don't feel like, uh oh, I'm gonna slip up, or if or yeah. I don't want to open this can of worms. And you have that that in, internal feeling of somebody's going to hate me. Yep. And that brings great shame yep. onto my parents. So, well, he thinks his mom and dad will find out, and then they're gonna call. He's got about some random ass. If he treats them, How would they mass, find out? if he treats them with disrespect, Brady in his mind, speaking for Brady, would think this is not what Bunny and Torp taught me. Now this is this this is disgraceful and embarrassing to them. Not how I was brought up. And then he would call them and go, Guess what I did and I need to apologize. Tell me all about it, boy. High five. I'm an ass clown. I two for a couple of prods in a twenty four hour period. I feel like a real dick. That's a high five. That's nothing, boy. In Cuba, we had this uh, we call it the octopus. <laughs> you get eight in a day. Oh, They'd no. cook and clean the place. Yeah, the other and seven, other seven would do chores, and we just randomly pick. It's like one of those, uh, what are those kids' toys with the thing in the middle that spins and then it lands on? It was like a pinata of ladies. Just kept Polito falling out. Head and I had a buddy tell me in Thailand, it's like they cook, clean, and f you for ten bucks a day. That's where Toledo's at. Doc Ellis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No wrong. names. Yeah. He's not wrong. Doc, Doc will tell you. He yeah, doesn't Doc care. Would, no, Doc went to South America, didn't he? Yeah, he, did, he went to Thailand first, and I think he got lost there for about three years. <laughs> then he went down to Uruguay. I came out of the fog. Went down to Uruguay with the greatest revelation ever. You cannot outrest a Uruguayan. <laughs> <laughs> so he realized. And Doc would give it yeah, a heck of a he's, try. He's considered a hustler there. So he's like, That's the best line I've ever heard anybody talk about an entire people. Let me tell you this, Johnny. You cannot outrest a Uruguayan. I am a hustler down there. He's teaching English to him as no, like, he just speaks it. So, like, close enough. Give it to him. <laughs> John, maybe I've been listening to this show too long, but I legit thought Brady said AIDS at first. Not age, but age will definitely <laughs> slow the sex AIDS. down. <laughs> AIDS will slow it down. Not like it used to. Yeah. Because <laughs> Big Tarvey. Not for ladies. Not curing AIDS and ladies. Got no interest in that. I love that. In that commercial, it's like, Pictarvi is not made for people assigned female at birth. Like, we don't cure AIDS and ladies. Clarify. No, no interest in that. It's mainly a boy problem. <laughs> boys sticking their peepees in other boys. That's, let's be honest. That's where it's really bad. Uh, so you say just let it go. Age out of your horniness. Yeah, you're. I mean, if you want to have a relationship... You're going to have to curtail it eventually. Or if, or just let it... Find an amorous young lady who feels the same. Yeah, an open relationship. And don't be jealous if she's like, me too. I'm going to go get some strange D. You get some strange P. And uh, whenever we're together, we'll be giving ourselves the, the horny dance. Just to keep everybody happy. This is a, get yourself some Oculus goggles, too. I picked the wrong time to stop taking oxycodone. I took one about a half hour ago. <laughs> it's kicking in. Oh, is it ever. I'm on a vacation. Uh, Dear Brady, my girlfriend is a Mormon. My family is not. She and I are pretty serious, both 24, been dating uh, for seven years now. Her parents said if we ever did get married, I'd need to 
convert for them to approve, which is why I haven't popped the question. Heat is now on. 24 in the Mormon world is not young. Also, my parents would have to do a little conversion treatment dance in order to have the wedding in the big room, which her parents demand. Uh, I believe in a God, but not in any sort of religion. Would faking this and going through the motions anger God, Brady? What would you do, Brandon? It's funny when he was mentioning that, the faking it the whole time. I, If you could do it, that's one thing, but... You can fake it. Everybody who says they're religious is faking it. Oh, no. I I don't doubt that you can do it. That's a lot of time. I don't know if it would be worth it. Here's what you're not faking is that you converted the money part of it. Oh, right. You got to pay for that. There's no dodging. There's no faking that. So I don't I think you I I think you hold to your hold your ground and say it's not going to happen, but I love your daughter. First I mean I I know it can happen. There's there's some families that uh are non LDS and the other person is LDS. Yeah. Oh, it works. It's not yeah. like you can't look. Nobody's but that But I think that you know that one yeah, the the big room Marriage, because her parents wouldn't be allowed to be in there. Right. But that's what they want. Yeah. Because when well, that's pressure from the church to say, hey, if you're going to marry outside, bring them in. We'll convert them. We got numbers. Yeah. They don't care about anything other than numbers. It's like clicks. The Mormons were the first ones with clicks. Oh, yeah. They wanted numbers. We got a ton of new uh, converts. They don't care. Even if, you, uh, even if you'd fake it, like you're saying, ah, oh, it's easy. You can fake it. It's going to be that way the whole time. No, thank what, you. That you're faking Not it all me. the time. Yeah. Yes, her family, and then uh, your family. You're gonna have to tell. Uh, I don't know if you even tell him. Look, I faked it. And, uh, well, it's not even faking. Going through, you go through the motions of the thing. He's asking, would your God be mad if you fake pretend the conversion, and you just do it, and then in the end, you're not a Mormon at all. You gotta I be a Mormon to be a Mormon. It's not yeah, just, it's I don't not think. The um, I don't think. I, I think he wouldn't be. Uh, Yes, I think you would be mad. I don't know God about mad. mad. It's like I don't think deception is a Brady. Isn't a, God a, mad? What if it's a love. Hold on. Isn't God already mad that the guy's like I'm not religious? He's a forgiving God. <laughs> That's a cop out. <laughs> uh, come on. If if he's saying I'm not religious, this isn't going to make your God that you're so tied to any more angry than it would with you saying I believe in God. I'm not going to follow anything or any of the steps or I'm just going to say I believe and that'll be enough. I You're making your own rules anyway. But I just don't th- here's where I, I mean I don't think it's on a good foundation on the relationship if you're de- if you're basically saying alright I'll fake it and she knows. It, as long as she knows if you're up front on that and she's like yes do that then it doesn't sound like she's converted him very well in the last seven years anyway. Yeah what has kept them together that long. Right. They point. like each other and it's not like he's all of a sudden I if gotta she's be in Mormon. on it. Right. She's in on it. She's not that religious either. I just got a text. I'm not going to say the person's name just because. Okay. But uh, go Mormon for a girl, thumbs down. Not worth it. <laughs> Way too much trouble. Trust me. Is that the guy with Five Alive? Uh, He's done several marriages? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. John, can we I, just not tell, tell you me off the air? Okay, yeah. Fair enough. Can we just take the religion out of the equation? Getting married is stupid. At 24. Now, there's the bigger thing. You're 24. That's a great point. Knock it off. And it's the only person you've been with since you're 17. This won't work. I will tell you, though, in the business world. You have to test drive a bunch of cars. Like, you know, it's like in the car business. You have to take a test drive first. 24 years old in the business world on the LDS side. Fantastic networking and 
Now, there may be some of that. The dad might have an insurance company he won't let you work at until you yes. do what's right by his daughter. But th- you're not that religious either, and neither's that girl. You haven't dated her for seven years without her giving up the Mormon pooter. Yeah, so, they've got to be. Let's let's just as long as you're on the same page. Stop your religious work. talk. Go into your parents and say, "Look, I've been spreading eagle for this non-Mormon for the last seven years. You haven't said a thing. You're going to make him convert. I'm not that Mormon either, by the way, because I'm not following any of the rules. Stop acting like you're something, and then get worried God's going to get mad when you do what's inconvenient to you. Your religion is convenience. Adjust and adapt to whatever you want to do. You've been doing it the whole time anyway. As a reformed Morm, do not do it. Yeah. Says this guy on email. Yeah. Look, anytime you sign up for a club, it usually backfires if you don't really want to be part of it. club. Right. You're paying (laughs) for something you don't want to be part of. So like I said, I mean, bottom line, for me, he's asking me what I do. I wouldn't do it. Of course you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Ask him, Brady, do you want to dummy up fake religion to marry a girl? No, you probably wouldn't be with that girl that makes you do that anyway. I exactly. Or if a family is making me do this, right? But is that down, the family that I want to be? I don't care or about. I see. There's where you lose me. Like if the family has like our beliefs are going to be yours. I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah, I'm pretty strong in my own opinions, and I'm a decent person. If you don't like me, say so. We'll go from there. But you're not going to get me to convert. I've been banging your daughter out of wedlock for I don't know how long. And you act like all of a sudden God's going to come down on us now? It's over, sister. I did my 10 yeah. years in prison. you got to yeah. accept me. And let me tell you this. I wasn't the first one in there. It's not like I'm Sir Edmund Hillary of her her vagina. Her nickname there were others. was Soaking Queen. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, this thing's been a parking garage for a long time. Your religion. Is God going to get mad? Do you think about that every time she's got a, a hand on your balls? No. If you're asking, Hypocrite. the answer is yes. Hypocrite. You think God gets mad every time an unwed woman <laughs> no, goes squeeze, squeeze? Ah! God's got no time on his. If it, he'd just be furious all the time. Exactly. He'd be furious all the time. And all you religious people out there with, uh, you know, you ladies like, well, it's not God. You got a set of balls in your hand and no, no ring on that finger. You better stop talking about God for a while. Get yourself Can't we straight. get back to the old school where there's lightning striking? Yeah, and yeah. When we knew. Some good smoting. A little pillar of salt now and again. When, oh, Jesus, it just got off. I don't know what that... Oh, you see a sack of balls in her hand last night. Yeah, I'm not interested in this <laughs> forgiving guy. Silly. Forgiveness is a beautiful thing, but it's not from above and it's not from someone else. It's an individual's right. Yeah, you had to let go of a lot of stuff. Look, if I had, if I punched anything. Toledo and the cops came, I'm like, all right, who's taking the blame for this? And Brady went, I'll go to jail for that. John can walk right. free. Toledo's going to be like, F that. The dude who punched me needs to get punished. I killed him. Vicarious redemption is the ugliest thing that people have been fooled by ever. Someone else will take the blame. You're forgiven. Really? What about the dead girl and her family? Well, i got to get over it. F you. Your God stinks. He took on all our sins. Isn't that beautiful? No, I want the dude who killed my daughter to do it. That dude who's been spraying and hosing her face for the last seven months, someone else can't take the blame for that. I'll go to jail for the murder of this for 40 years. Uh-uh. It's very honorable. As long as that guy says he's sorry. It isn't honorable. That's garbage. <laughs> the only person who finds it honorable is the dude who doesn't get punished. No, we'll take care of him in the afterlife. No, you won't. That's your whole point. So we, we differ on this. I wouldn't do it. You would say go for it. I would talk to the Mormon parents and go, seriously, the things I've been doing to her and yeah. you're worried now? Come on. 
I'm going to keep hosing your daughter. And if you make me go through the steps, I'll do it, and none of it will stick. If she's dating me, if this girl was dating me, I'd have already gone round and round with her parents about religion. And they either accept what I believe the way I accept what they believe, or they don't. It probably happens more than you realize. Of course it does. No matter what. Whatever the conversion is. I meet religious people all the time. None of them are doing it. Which is why I'm an extreme atheist. I don't believe any of you actually believe what you say you believe. Look at my um, <laughs> my dad, eighty four years old. Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll convert to Catholicism. Yeah, because my mom's been there the whole time. Sure. He's like, oh, I'll just do it. Just shut her up. You've got enough yeah. on his plate. He doesn't need and, her and bitching she about that. Said, you don't have to do that. Oh, the last thing you need while you're dying is some lady standing over you going, "God, I hope we see each other." Since you're the wrong, really, just get it out. Just stop nagging me. What's it take? A couple of drops of water and some dude in a dress to come in here and finger me for a minute? Okay, we'll do it. <laughs> and he thought it was for the you know family, spend more time, with my sister and her family. It's ridiculous. I don't know if I love my family that much. I don't either. This means we don't see aunt, uh, anybody anymore, any of the aunts <laughs> and uncles. If I don't switch, okay, I'll go to that heaven. Because hanging out with the whole family for an eternity, that sounds Greg. like a punishment in itself. So you doing his dad up there in heaven kicking rocks? This is awkward. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry about all that, this. Uh, but I was forgiven, and you're here now. Can we have a catch? No. Yeah. It's still no. <laughs> Toledo's dad can't wait for the both of them. <laughs> Toledo's dad can't wait for the both of them to die. He'll have more room to run around in eternity. I got the whole universe to hide. This place sucks. <laughs> Hopefully they don't tell him the eternal truth of my location. I got GPS up here? <laughs> the rhythm nation. Uh, and then finally, it says, Dear Brady, uh... I don't want to live here anymore. Uh, as a little person, it's been really hard for me. Uh, people are not kind. This city is not set up for little people, and nobody knows about. Hold on. Nobody knows about the troubles that I go through every day, trying to make it here in Phoenix. I want to be traded. Would you trade me to Houston for Deshaun Murray? <laughs> Deshaun Murray. Deshaun Watson, or to Pittsburgh for draft picks? Signed, KM. Oh, a little midget wants to leave town, and he and he uh, he wants to know where you'd trade him. Between the two programs, there, I uh, you want to go to the Steel City? He does, for sure. Yeah. If you're the Cardinals, where do you trade him? What's the best return? Well, immediate return. To, um, this is a weird happenstance with Kyler. Well, it's close. He'd have better picks with Houston, wouldn't he? Yeah. Well, well, I think they got the top three picked, don't they? You're getting well, your. They've gotten Cardinals picks. They got another. And this, is a, this is a and terrible That's if you can activate Deshaun Watson, right? If you can get Deshaun Watson. That's what I'm saying. If they're, if they're trading out on that. D-Hop, D-Hop and Deshaun back together. I'd take that. But you don't know what's going to happen with him. Yeah, you got to wait, wait that This is a great town for massages. I think it's going to work out. We'll find him a therapist. If Steve <laughs> Kime knows, get a couple of pops, he'll take you to some special spots. How Steve Kime pulls this off and keeps a job is, that's a, that's another admission of failure. That's another quarterback draft that didn't pan out. How many is that now? A lot. Drafts under his, well, under he his was, term. He was Sam Bradford. Yeah. He was Josh Rosen. He was this that's one. Why they're gonna, I mean, that's why count them. I think the uh, one part of the story is this is positioning for renegotiating. Pay the man now. Has to be. Yeah. Has to be. And he's got all the leverage. Because you're right, it yeah. would be uh, Steve Kime is gone. Well, he wouldn't be, though. 
He's got something. Like he, I think the, I think the, he's got photos or something of somebody. He, he should have been fired for four things over the last ten years. He had the team go to dead last after they had a number ten pick they traded up for, and then ended up with a number one pick and traded that pick again. And they and they had a coach for a year, which if that happens, automatically GMs get fired. An entire coaching staff came and went in one season. It was his move. I don't know how he's still here. For whatever reason, he is. And then the last two years, they've shown great growth. But this guy says, I feel like I'm the only normal Arizona, competent Arizona Cardinal fan. But my mistake is uh, just happens to be I'm a fan of this ridiculous franchise. The Kyler hate has got to stop. Go through the list of quarterbacks we've had. He's right. We need a better coach. Kyler acts like a child when he's losing because the leadership looks like a child when they're losing. That's a fact. You need a coach to come in here and put a foot down on top of Kyler. Get that loopy Brian Flores over here. He'll sue everybody for disagreeing with him. <laughs> you texted me last night something that wasn't right. I'll sue. It was a misfire. I'm sorry. I, oh, Time, get in here. Time. <laughs> I just got a congratulation from Bill Belichick. Was this, was this white Brian or black Brian? Congratulations. Oh, you're hired. Somebody hire that guy immediately. <laughs> sue all of us. Yeah, this is a that's strange though, but I think I think you're right. I think it might be a negotiation tactic. It's weird. I'm flying. Pay the man. I'm flying, baby. Get in my back, Kyler. I'll take you for a ride. I love the uh, initial kick in of this, but then I'm going to be a. Megan tried to overdose me. She, oh. she goofed on the pills. So. Did she? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> you know how easy it is to feed me like pubes and sand right now? <laughs> I got lay in that bed with my mouth open. Out. Baby burden for oh, pills. You could be, she, could, she could have friends over and like, see how far I can get it in there. Like just fishing lures and I don't know what else. I just lay there with my mouth open. Like, <gasps> out. So the other day, I guess it was Saturday or Friday or Saturday, uh, take pills every four hours. And when the pain was bad, I'm not doing that now. Whenever it's intermittent now, maybe I got one every twelve. But I was taking two at a time, and that it's a it's a it's a death blow. And so I when I take my pill, usually I have to get up in the morning because I drink so much water now. I have to pee, so I pee at like one in the morning, and I take a lap around the house with the walker, and go back to bed, sleep for about six hours, wake up, get a couple more pills, take a lap, walk around. That was my exercise for like three days. So Saturday I'm up, I'm doing stuff, and I get up at four take a couple of pills and we didn't know what time it was we thought it was one so the next time i got up was six we doubled it again thinking did we take him at one i'm like i think that's the last one we got was one. you're asking a drug addict and i a don't sleepy know person. give me more old woman she gave me a couple <laughs> more and i'm not kidding my hands praying mantis out while i was laying down straight ahead of me were i was immobilized like all i could move was my eyes <laughs> And Megan, because a lot of the times I'll send her, like, doctors. I'll be at the doctors, and she'll be like, how's it going? I'm like, and I'll take a picture of an x-ray, and I'll be like, this is, and I'll circle something. This isn't supposed to be here. Doctor's worried it's cancer. They're looking into it. It's going to be a long day. And those are the things I do just for gags, for me. That's funny. My doctor says, this is bad. I've got necrotizing <laughs> bone disorder. They're, gonna, they're talking about amputating, but they don't want to get into that yet. You're just messing around. Oh, well, we'll see. And I keep that going for, I don't know, a week or so. And then she stews on it. So I'm laying in bed with my arms near, and I cannot bring them back. And I'm, like, kind of shaky. I've like got, you just got knocked out? I got Parkinson's. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, when they knock a box yeah, out, and they're just laying there, and their eyes are kind of... And she comes in, she goes, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> and I 
tried to turn my head and I couldn't, and I just moved my eyes. I could feel my eyes move, and I'm just like, no words, just spit. <laughs> You're messing around. You're messing around. I think you double dosed me. Are you messing? She'd leave and like 20 minutes later come back. She thought I was in character for four hours, like playing this joke nonstop. She's still like, I still don't know if you're playing. I think you're trying to kill me. Full piltard. Like I was gone but i didn't know my arms just floated above me for four hours i slept like that it was horrifying what was it Uh, it's the oxy yeah you take four of these things and you're going on a magic ride and it ain't pretty you see those guys on cops and stuff they find some drug addict in the corner he's just kind of bobbing you get parkinson's she's still like you're playing i'm like yeah I'm, i'm that committed to the character of funny immobile guy that I did it even when you weren't in the room just in case you popped your head in. I did come in and see if you were breathing. Well, that's nice. Thanks. I mean, it was... I think you gave me four. No. And then she'd leave. I'm gonna die in here. But I'm convinced she's just plucking the pubes, <laughs> dripping them down my throat. Wake up with dry throat. All- I get hair in my mouth. Oh, hairball. <coughs> you doing all right? I got hair in my throat. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I don't know. I we had George here. Maybe there's some shedding. <laughs> I don't know. It was bad. Be careful on the pills. Four is too many. Well, well you won't have to worry about that too much. What do you mean? You're almost out of that cycle. Oh, I'm out of it. I'm taking my own pills now. That was when I couldn't walk around. <laughs> I couldn't count to two, let alone figure out my own dose. It's my fault, too. But I didn't know what it does to you. Praying mantis. Turned into a full praying mantis my whole body. You'd have taken a picture and put it on your boring uh That'd put you in a jar. <laughs> All I wanted to say was, I think you gave me too many pills and nothing came out. Just spit. You're messing around. 30 minutes later. Can I, you're still doing it. It's getting old. It's not funny anymore. Are you being serious? <laughs> I told, I'm like, I don't know how you didn't film that. I don't know how you didn't get a tape of that because there was no moving me. I almost want to take four more just to show you guys because <laughs> it's funny, but not while it's happening. Uh, there you go. That is what Brady would do. And poor Kyler, that's the way you have to talk to your bosses, huh? Instagram. That's a bad relationship. Should be able to just knock on a door, or have your agent do it. The reason you got an agent doesn't look good, Cardinal fans. You guys caused it. You wished him away, and now it might be happening. Uh, what Would Brady Do is brought to you by MP Guns. Thank you, MP Guns. There goes your What Would Brady Do, and I think he did a good job. That was what Brady did. I feel like that guy. It's Allison Chains right there. Now I know what Lane was going through. I should do a show. Uh, this week for a uh, uh, tribute to the 3020. If you can believe it, 20 years since Lane Staley passed away, 30 years since that album Dirt came out. Man. The 3020. We're, we're working on a show for that later, but my God, that doesn't seem like it's possible, does it? But it is. It's happening. It's right in front of you. Uh, it is, oh my goodness, is that possible? It's 9.42 already. They flew by. Day, day one flew by. I'm taking the next four days off. I liked my one day work week last week. That was nice. Got a lot done. In the ways of 
a new hip and then just sleeping for four days. More NFT talk next oh, this week. Toledo's <laughs> NFT Tuesdays are coming at you. <laughs> By the way, uh, Scott Haynes, our funniest listener, emailed over. He said, uh, you guys missed the whole point. I know you were asleep, John, but uh, NFTs, when Toledo talked about it, wasn't uh, what you think. It's how Toledo's dad signs Christmas cards, not father of Toledo, NFT. <laughs> Still sends him cards. to let him know he's not interested. He swiped right out loud, right in front of the kid. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It is brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. I went to uh, Cucina Madrigal on uh, Saturday night, first time out of the house in five days. And, uh, of course, my bigoted wife drives by the pet. It is not in a nice neighborhood. It's good, though. Food's great. Uh, Hopkins told me about it. He's like, you got to go. It had, and the news is all over it. It had some sort of review record that it had more reviews than any other place without ever dropping below a five-star review. Wow. And you go there, and you're like, this is amazing. And the patio was filled with, uh, I don't know, Mexican people, I guess. That's what you'd say. <laughs> and we drive by. And, you know, it's a bad neighborhood, so Megan's worried about that. She's a white woman. Get over right. it. They're all afraid of bad neighborhoods that they aren't comfortable in. Uh, they've been taught through time and, uh, you know, just eons of existence that... Uh, when you're a woman and you're in an area you're not comfortable, you should be wary of everyone in it. So we drive by the patio and she goes, Like what? This place looks scary. I'm like, because all the Mexican people in the Mexican restaurant patio. <laughs> but they look like scary ones. I'm like, all right, stop it. Just get out. You're just worried because it's an industrial area. Food was great. They look right out of a movie. Yep. You hear about all the stabbings and killings that go on there, but she was worried about it. And then I thought, well, what if something went south here? What if something got hairy while we're out in this area? I don't know very well with all, and I'm, all I am is just some cripple with a crutch. Just, you know, I got nothing left. And I started thinking about using my crutch as a, a weapon and all these other things. All this stuff that I've been taught in the past to just know your surroundings and know everything in your area. When you've got somebody that wants protection, can you do it? Do you know what you're doing? It's more than just being a guy who says, yeah, I got this. You don't know what you're up against half the time, and especially when you're busted like I am right now. And that's the fun of going out to uh, reactdefense.com. They, they teach you, analyze situations, do things like that. And it doesn't matter what kind of shape you're in at all, not even a little bit, because nobody cares what shape you're in. In fact, I'm the biggest target in the world right now uh, for people who want to come up and go, that guy's an easy push. Let's get him. Uh, so you got to be aware of what's going on around you. That's the first part of self-defense they train you out there with. Be aware of your surroundings, and here's ways to do it. Not just be visually aware, cognizant of what's happening around you. And there are little clues and signs that can keep you safe that you don't even think about. And then they put it in your head, and it becomes your life. It's a lifestyle, and it's the thing I can't wait to get back to. Probably next Monday, I'll be sitting on the ground uh, doing arm fighting and stuff, not breaking this hip out, and just start my rehab there. They're going to help me get through this just as fast as they did my shoulder and my other leg. It's a great place to go. They are experts. They've been around for over 20 years for a reason, and everybody is just top-notch. Trained from the top, this pyramid is the same. These guys have all done the training together from the beginning, and it doesn't vary. Nobody's uh, introducing their own ideas. Uh, all three locations available to you. If you sign up, you can go to any one of them, and all of them equal parts awesome. Uh, they're in Phoenix, they're in Chandler, they're in Glendale, and they can help you feel like, oh no, they're scary people. Make you feel all right. You'll be fine. ReactDefense.com. Check out their uh, merch too at TacticalBlackVault.com. It's the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Kanye West is denying that he put a hit out on Kim Kardashian. 
but they're feuding now publicly. Brady, you know what somebody who puts a hit out on, on you does next? Denies it. Nobody who's ever put a hit out on somebody goes, ah, you got me. <laughs> of course you deny putting a hit on someone when asked. Ask me right now. Did I put a hit on Brady? Did you put a hit on Brady? Of course not. <laughs> Can you trust that? Hell no. No. If well, you're asking, yeah. assume it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He has... Um there's good reasons for him denying that. I don't know how you can interpret this a hit, but she means there are hurtful attacks coming um, by him accusing her of doing stuff that now it's going to go further uh, because, you know, he says, well, on the other side of it, you accuse me of uh, taking drugs and yeah. Can't and anybody fight at home? It's anymore? a divorce. It's an ugly divorce. Can't, can't one person have an argument at home with their sister, Brittany, or uh, their husband and wife, Kanye and Kim? That's his point. He's, He's like, like why, why, why do you bring it publicly? I guess, but they got don't they have plenty of clicks on this now? You can never have enough as far as they're concerned. TMZ will get the clicks though. Yeah, I think the Kardashians just don't. keeps their name up oh, in the right. keeps your keeps their name in the public eye. I guess because I mean, really, what has Kim done? Other than yeah. Pete Davidson, Kanye West, yeah. and you know, well, I mean, doesn't the Ray PJ J? And, yeah, you're right. I guess that's it's all for attention, but it's just at a certain point, is airing dirty laundry like an awesome grab now? And it doesn't. It seems like it used to be people would sue for this kind of, like the Inquirer used to be the one that said, "Oh, we found this out," and people would sue them, like keep my business private. Now it's offered up. Oh yeah, it's classless. Here's uh, something kind of fun on the. Uh FanDuel side of it, prop bets, Super Bowl prop bets are out. Oh, yeah. And kind of going down the line looking at some of the stuff, whether it's, uh, you know, what color of uh, Gatorade will be used on the winning team. Um, There's some stuff that team to score last wins the game. Oh, last score wins. Yeah. That's probably a pretty good bet. What are the odds of that? Uh... Yes is minus two thirty. No plus one eighty four. I thought it would be higher on one side of the other, but Well that's yeah, that's a bet that could happen. That's like one of those it's either that's a coin flip, so it's a coin flip result. Will the game be tied at any point? Yeah, right. We after have to start. the first after the oh. first quarter. Oh, that's not as high. Um but just go down hmm. the line and look at they have every Kind of prop line, QB props, receiving props. Where do I go for that? FanDuel. Oh, the FanDuel. In the Super Bowl, and I'll have a bunch of different categories. Yeah, that's going to make the Super Bowl a little more fun this year to play some prop bets. And you can come do that with us up at uh, CV Live in glorious Scottsdale. Sunday, that's going to be fun. Big party out there. You guys put it together for us, and we'll just go out and talk to you and give away things. Bengal fans, unite. Yeah, bring it. Make it a Bengal party, Brady. You want the Bengal party to be out there? Come on out, Rams fans. You guys will arrive late and leave early. We understand how it works. <laughs> You're LA, but Bengal fans, come on, trudge your fat asses up there to CB Live. Brady will walk you through the menu. Those nachos are unbelievable. There'll be a lot of those being sold. Oh yeah, and a lot of trays. Howard, Joel and Matt, get the trays ready. <laughs> we need Joel and Matt to be doubling up if we're going to make this a Bengals party. We need more spaghetti. More skitty and chili. That'd be great. Do some no, coney. it wouldn't. It's never good. <laughs> Did you say do coney, too? Coney dogs. Oh, stop with those, Brady. They're, again, we talked about this before I left. Mm. You expect they're going to bring the Skyline Chili in, too, for the Bengals party? Mm. As, a, as a snob growing up in country clubs, why do you love poor people food so much? Coney dogs are 
Depression-era fallback food. Some of the best. Uh, people ate it out of shoes because it was the only option. Why you rave about conies? Yuck. The last little story is the uh, which, the beef that's shaking up the rock world. Not really, but Nikki no, Six. pretty good. Then that Pearl Jam is one of the most boring bands in the world. Now he did. Now in he, fairness, he did it in response, he responded. Yeah, this yeah. was his retort. Eddie Vedder originally dissed Motley Crue in a recent interview. So saying they stunk, and it was uh, vacuous. I believe was the word he used. You know, these guys were out there doing their thing. I always thought it was. And forgive me if this is offensive, but it was f- vacuous and terrible. I'm like, how could we take that as offensive? <laughs> I was never into it. I always thought that, you know, what's left of that? There's no substance there. They're terrible. And Motley Crue's like, the most boring band in the world called us bad? Thanks. Vacuous. You just made us, uh, you made us sell tickets. If you're going to a show for fun, Motley Crue's the fun show. Oh, yeah. Maybe not now, like Brett said. Yeah. Like now, it's just sad. Has <laughs> anyone come around? I guess maybe, to the, like if you went to the Pearl Jam Oh, you saw him. Oh, that was fun. I saw him in 91. With, I know. When, I got to tell you this. I'm going to give it to, to Larry Pan and Bill. <laughs> Over at the Wells Fargo, what used to be the activity center at ASU. Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Chili Peppers. And it had just happened. But they're on 10 at that point. So. They had, and Eddie was insane. And the next time I saw him, you know, the forest and the trees and the, the rain and the birds and, and the oil, oil, oil and corporate taxes. And I'm like, what the hell? Where's the dude that climbed the... He used to climb to the top and sing even flow, like hanging like an ape. We don't do that anymore. It's about taxes and corporate, corporate, corporates. You know, if we could just solve the problem with a dugong. I'm like, saying, idiot. <laughs> it helped. All right, that's it. We're done. We gotta go. All right, we gotta go. We gotta go. Uh, we're done. Thank you for uh, for coming back. All the folks that we lost last week. Uh, hopefully, you've all kind of settled back in and it'll be normal again. Take your pills. Yeah, always take your pills. And remember. Last week, they, uh, we were all in a dream state together. Uh, that's it. Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a fantastic day, and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning saying this so long. Forever, friend. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face. Hello.